right, all right, we're here. Goodness here. gracious, and I got all my friends with me. Got all my <laughs> friends with me. Listen, y'all, uh, welcome to this Friday morning, afternoon, okay? So some of you, I don't know if y'all had to go to go to work today. Some people had to go to work today. But this is the best show to watch on your lunch break every single Friday. This is a show that is going to usher you out of your job okay y'all hear me if you believe it throw it in the chat uh we want to hear some we want to see some activation in the chat okay so let's get this party started man uh for right now i just want to introduce my friends and i've learned so much from each and every one of these people um really excited okay crystal day here ready to get some high paying clients are you ready to get high paying clients crystal in the building all right so uh I, I want to have my my friends introduce themselves. Uh, let's start with you, Maya. Uh, your name, what you do, and tell me how you feel about coaching. Oh, okay. So my name is Maya Elias. I'm the CEO of Built to Impact. It's a coaching company for female entrepreneurs, experts, coaches, and consultants who want to master their message and package their expertise to build a profitable online business. I really enjoy coaching when it's the right clients. It's really fun. When it's the right clients. When it's the right <laughs> clients, which is why your messaging has to be spot on. 100%. So that's the importance of messaging. But yeah, I love coaching my clients. It's it's fun. You love coaching? I actually, I would say I love teaching first, but I'm good at coaching. I'm great at coaching. Okay, I feel right? that. I feel, I feel like Marquel would feel me on that because I feel like his, our teaching style is so similar. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, mm. I agree. I agree 100%. Okay. Uh, Marquel Russell's in the building, y'all. Yeah. 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 Marquel Russell's yeah. here. I'm in here. Uh, so I'm in talk here. to me, Meg, your name, what you, uh, uh, I don't know what the second thing is, but how you feel about coaching? So I'm Marquel <laughs> Russell. Yeah, what do I do? Um, So we help service-based businesses, coaches, consultants, attorneys, therapists. If they want to attract more clients, we show them how to do it, leverage and paid advertising. Mm -hmm. um, how do I feel about coaching? I think for me, coaching is a calling mm -hmm. for me, right? Really? Yeah, for sure. Because mm -hmm. this ain't I didn't this ain't what I had planned for my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's the only way I could explain it. Like I wouldn't be if I had my choice. Like I would probably be doing something like behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Like people wouldn't like know who I am. None of that. So it's like this was like necessary to serve the people I'm called to serve. So I enjoy it. It, it has. So I heard this quote the other day. I forgot who said it. And it, I think it was when I was watching the Tyler Perry um, thing. And basically it was like, when you're called to serve a certain culture, it also comes with a burden as well. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I love it. Right. But of course I can't act like it's not other stuff that comes with it that I don't enjoy as much. Yeah. We're going to talk about that other, that other yeah. stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about the other stuff when it comes to coaching. Talk about it, right? <laughs> yeah, if I don't want to talk about it, we can talk about it. We're gonna talk about it though. Oh, for sure, yeah. for yeah. sure. Marketing by Monterey. Yeah. What's happening, my sister? Um, so talk to us, man. How you feel about coaching? How to be, tell people how you tell people about yourself. <laughs> yes. I forgot my line of questioning. <laughs> right, I freestyle like, too like much. You're a great interviewer. Yeah. Come on, we're gonna get into it. Yeah. Like, you know what is crazy? I need to work on my inter my intros. Okay. And my outros. Okay, that's fair. In the middles, I'm cool. Especially there's like a new format. Yeah. Intros and outros. Like the beginning of a pitch, it's going to start <laughs> off real slow. Yeah, really Because rough. I don't really know exactly how I want to. One, I'm nervous on the sale. And we're going to talk about that today. Yeah. Mm. And then after I ask people for the money, how do I get off stage? Do I just it walk gets away? <laughs> 
take a mat for the head. So Please. my intros and my outros, I need help with. Okay. We're marketing. We gotta give our voice scripts. Right. Right. <laughs> that's why he can't do it. He don't like scripts. Like that's the problem. Oh my gosh. I am marketing by Monray, y'all. I am super excited to be here. Um, essentially, I help entrepreneurs be able to create addictive revenue generating mm-hmm. campaigns. That is what we do with entrepreneurs. Um, I've been doing this for a while now. So, how do I feel about coaching? I love coaching. Like Marquel said, it is definitely a calling. Um, you have to be spiritually led to this place. Um, but I do love to see the transformation in our clients. Like it is something I think miraculous, especially when you don't have kids yet. Like this is like a whole new thing to be able to see someone grow up in their business. So yeah. it's, it's, Okay. Okay. Well, today is uh, Black Friday. Yes. Okay. Yes. Today is Black mm-hmm. Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, it ain't the same. It's different. Black Friday it's is even not Brown the- Friday. Light skin. Coffee Friday. It used to be. It used to be. You spend a few months getting ready for Black oh, Friday yeah. because yeah. you know people are going to buy in a frenzy. Mm. There was a lot of things that I was looking for in terms of like electronics. And I, one, I didn't feel the same, like, oh my gosh, they're going to be amazing deals. But then I'm going online. The stuff that I want is $50 off. It's yeah, 70 yeah, yeah. bucks off. Yeah, yeah. I did get some dress shirts. They were like originally 50 and I got them for 20. I was like, all right, let me get these dress shirts. <laughs> but the the... The excitement of saving all this money on Black Friday mm. is not the same because now I think everybody is hip to it and people started getting like uh, uh, earlier and earlier on Black Friday. Yeah. So they went from Black Friday sales to Thursday sales yeah. to Wednesday. Yeah. Now for the last two weeks, it's been Black Friday deals. <laughs> right, right. So what have y'all been seeing in the marketplace as it pertains to Black Friday? So I think uh, same thing. Um, so a buddy of mine was telling me the other day. He he was like, "Man, I was trying to get me a vibe board." He like he been waiting on getting a vibe board. Yeah, it's that he same was like, dollars. They talking about two hundred dollars. Like that's <laughs> that's been the same offer, right? So uh, I think a lot of I think some businesses have had a tough year. So mm-hmm. it's like they can't afford to mm, discount. Yeah, to discount. Yeah. That's what I feel like it is. Really? I yeah, think for sure. businesses are like, listen, we got to be profitable. We you can't you be doing these type of discounts yeah. that. People are desiring that we used to be able to do. The government ain't giving away all that money no more. (laughs) (laughs) Like you got to actually build a business. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh! Um, So you did a Black Friday. First off, hey, real quick, you all, uh, thank y'all for joining the show. We got a couple new things going on. Okay, one, yes, CEO. Japanica, thank you. She said, let's get these super chats going, okay? Listen, so into your favorite show, it is free, all right? And I know once you put something into the ground, it typically grows, okay? So uh, if y'all hear a bar, if you hear something that is changing the game for you, go on and give a super chat, okay? The collection plate is open for the next two hours, okay? (laughs) Secondly, we have a membership, okay? And I'll be able to see who has the membership because we created a social proof badge. So if you go to the membership, if you go to, I mean, our homepage and just hit join, you can see the level and you'll be able to get a little, it's like a little badge, a social proof logo by your name. And I'll be able to see that you are in our special community. Eventually, the chat will be so crazy 
This is only our third show, but probably by our sixth, seventh show, the chat will be so crazy that I have to turn the chat off and it will only be members. Members is uh, as low as $4.99. So you get uh, special shout outs, you get access to the chat. Um, you all will be in our community. So I'll be able to communicate with you all in the community. So make sure you join. It's as low as $4.99. But if you hear something, if you hear something that you really, really like, a percentage of all Super Chats, I'm putting in an account and I'm investing in a youth entrepreneur every single mm-hmm. month. So your Super Chats do not go to fund my lifestyle, okay? We're taking the money so that we can invest in youth entrepreneurs because I believe those kids are the future okay so sure. that. let's go now okay that was a terrible sales pitch and y'all gonna have to help me that was good yeah okay real quick mark quell was the first person who helped me make money off of a high ticket <laughs> offer come on i take that i take was, we really constructed the offer in the room during the event and i'm so nervous and i'm so afraid yep. to make this offer to yep. people and he's in the back he's like no it's, it's all good man i'm telling you they're gonna take it you got the juice bro you got the like, juice yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. so, so yes yeah, before we get into the black friday office <laughs> um what do you remember from that moment i remember um so one of the things that i always one of the things one of the many things i got a ton of respect for you is like even though you were like shaking like <laughs> you still went and did it, right? Mm. So you still went and did it, even though. And me and uh, me and Brandon was actually sitting in the back. And I was like, my man is lit, visually, visibly shaking, <laughs> right? <laughs> like visibly, and like people still took the offer. Mm. And you came back, you was like, man, people signing up. I was like, yeah, no, <laughs> like that's how it works, right? It's a science to it, right? Yeah. So, I, but I, but my man still went and did it visibly shaking and like people was like hey here's my information i'm talking about we went in like everything was on the cuff too because it was like all right we need order forms i was like y'all got order forms he was like no i was like all right bet i got i got a template so jovan shot to fedex Mm -hmm. got the order forms printed out i'm talking Mm -hmm. about we did all this in like 30 minutes because i asked him i got that i was like hey what's the offer and he was like i ain't really doing an offer and I was like, bro. And that was you, always you my answer. Offer. Yeah, I, I was really like, you have, have to have an offer. Right. So he was like, oh, what should I offer then? I'm like, all right, let me think. So we put something together. And I was like, you got order forms? He was like, he was like, nah. And I'm like, all right, let me get my email. Let me find a template. So we put the template together. We put the things in there. Javon shot to the thing. Uh, and it, it, it worked. It was like, boom. Man. So good. <laughs> Yo, so do y'all good. remember y'all first Action. offer? Mara, do you remember your first offer? From the stage? From the stage. Your first Ciao. from the stage <laughs> offer. Talk to me. I just know God had t- taken over my body because <laughs> <laughs> I was so nervous because first of all, we are women, so we're expected to wear heels and be cute. <laughs> Trying and, to balance up there. Right. Like, and I gotta sell? Like, I don't know what I'm about to say. I don't know how y'all about to take it. I'm about to ask y'all for $25,000. Like, Ooh. this is a lot of money and so my first offer was at our conference homecoming and it was a lot but we ended up signing up like 20 people so at 25k yeah what year was this when was this this? was last year last year last year was your first offer yeah nice so you're from the stage like this right from the stage but you've been doing low ticket for a while right yep what made what was the change Everybody was like, you should do high ticket. You should. So I was like, I think I could do anything. So let's try it. <laughs> right, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I just couldn't imagine like putting on a conference, paying $80,000 to put on this conference Boy. and asking somebody for $100. Yeah. Right. So it's like, I got to have a real offer. Money. So we made our mastermind. 
Oh, I love it. So you remember good. your first Maya from the stage? Yeah, my first was 2019. Thank God, because it was right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. No, it was 2020, February 2020, and everything was shutting down in oh, April. Wow. I was like, thank God, I'm not going broke. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. And I remember doing my pitch from the stage, and I was like, I'm faking the confidence. I'm up there. And I do it every year. Yeah. I mean, like, anytime I do my offer, I get, you know, nervous. But I'm like, okay, you got to stand up tall. And I'm like, I'm just saying words. My mouth feels dry. I feel like yes. it's the world's longest freaking pitch. I tell my clients all the time, like when you're pitching, it will feel so slow, but don't rush through it. And I remember like, I kind of forgot like how Shan said he struggles with his outros. Mm -hmm. Like when I was done asking for money, like I didn't know what else to do. So I was like, it was that quiet. And I was like, all right, we'll see you guys in the back and we're going to take a break. And I was like an awkward going to commercial break. But, but see, like well. with mine, the scariest part is we do an altar call. So we have people come to the front on the stage. That's scary. And it's like, yeah. what if nobody comes? Right, 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 like, right, right, right. Nobody joins us. So when that I first that person got up, yeah. I, was, I, I was like, Boy. oh, then like 10 more people got up. Oh, yeah. you, I was on the top of the world. Yeah. I, I can't right. be my first person. <laughs> I only did that once and that was earlier this year. And I thanked her at my retreat. I'm like, girl, thanks for coming on that stage because <laughs> I don't know if the other 30 women would have done it. Yes. <laughs> yes. So is. So, so y'all were nervous, yeah, too. for sure. Okay, um, yo, first of all, shouts out to Abigail for the nine ninety nine super chat. The hot seat got me binge watching all your content. Well, join the hot seat. Come on, Abigail, <laughs> we want to see you in the hot seat. Um, so, is it important? Is it important for every coach to have a high ticket offer? Is it important? Like, I mean, I would, I've been low ticket for a while. Yeah. But is it important? Would you advise a coach to have a high ticket offer? I would advise if you're a coach, it should be high ticket. I don't even yeah. understand. To me, coaching and high ticket is just synonymous. Yeah. Like anything that's not high ticket, it's like you just sell digital products. But if you're a coach, it should be high ticket because it should be high quality. It means you've really been in this industry for long enough that you can command the prices that you desire. So I would mm. say, and especially if you're starting out with not a large audience, you should start high ticket. And I mm. think people go backwards because they're like, I'm new, I'm starting right. out, I should charge low ticket. Like you don't have the volume for low ticket. Yeah. Mm. You need high ticket. Yeah. I agree. I think um so depend so if you're an if you're an actual coach, because I think yes. a lot of times people call themselves coaches. But they may just sell like courses or like memberships or something like that, right? And there's nothing wrong with that, right? But I think if you're actually going to be working with people like on a regular basis, yeah, I think it should because it has to be it has to make enough sense on the bottom from a bottom line standpoint, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then you're going to need like a team at some point mm-hmm. to actually help facilitate with these clients as well. So I, I would say yes, especially depending on your business model for sure, right? Does every coach need a high ticket offer? So I'm going to be devil advocate because I actually, for the first two years I started coaching, I did not have high ticket offers. And I actually did coaching programs. Like I sat in the class with these people, did group coaching. Mm. Now, was it right or was it wrong? How much was you making though? I was making six figures a month. Mm. But I had volume. You know, I still, every year I've changed my business model and still made a million dollars. So I think all of it can work. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, you know what I mean? So I think for me, it just really depends on who, what you started with. Like I started with the audience when I switched to coaching because I had an agency. Mm -hmm. So I had people that wanted to pay me, but they couldn't afford the agency, which it was high ticket. Now I was like, well, you can pay $200. Cool. I sit with you for six weeks Mm -hmm. and have 300 people in this class. 
you know. Yeah. So. so let me say this though. So you had a high ticket though, so mm-hmm. you could afford to do low tickets. Yes, yes. You get what I'm right. saying? So yeah. it's like if you if you don't have something, because like the economics got to work, right? Yeah. Especially if you're going to use like advertising. Because I know we all into advertising, mm-hmm. so it's like the economics got to work. So it's mm-hmm. like if you only, let's say for example, a coach only has a membership, yeah, and they're trying to make that work with paid advertising. Mm-hmm. It's like how much money do you have? How much? How far can you go in the hole, so to speak? Right. For it to actually make, because like on average, they're probably going to get stick what one, two, three months. I know you got three to five months, which mm-hmm. is even better, right? Right. So it's like the numbers got to make sense. So it's like if you got like a higher ticket offer, it makes the economics work. Because right. if you got an agency and it's crushing and it's on the higher end price point wise, mm-hmm. the membership side, and of course, I don't know your numbers, but the yeah. membership side, it doesn't have to be as profitable right? because it ain't going to really make you or break you yeah. because right. you're already killing it on the side anyway. But mm-hmm. when I heard my first low ticket, like that first year, 2020, I didn't have an agency. I, I closed it. Oh. So I was only doing low ticket. And what I realized is that, yes, I needed to still be lean, but I it had to be about the numbers. Makes sense. And I didn't run ads. I only did organic. But you have to be infectious. You have to be interesting. 100%. Like to lean into organic. Like you just can't be boring. So Agreed. I think it's yeah. a certain type of person yep. that can really win um, from coaching with low ticket. But like I like you can see, I transitioned to high ticket. Yep. Yeah. So I think you could do it all. I agree. Life. I agree with that. I, I think you can win with low ticket from a revenue standpoint. Mm-hmm. What I advise it. Why would I? Like, mm-hmm. but I mean, you know, everybody is different because like yeah. you said, when you started into coaching, you had an audience. When I started into coaching, I had an audience, but I would advise my younger self increase your rates. You're just yeah. going to have a higher quality client. Like yeah. nine times out of 10, there's going to be outliers, but nine times out of 10, your prices are a positioning strategy yeah. and your prices are going to position you to attract high quality people. And somebody asked an interesting question in the chat. They said, uh, what is considered high ticket? How, how are y'all defining that? So that's a great question. Yeah, I was going to say that when you asked it earlier, because I think now I think so much has changed because it's like, and I was talking to my team about this on the marketing side. It's like one thing that we actually stop doing as much or we're, I'm being more conscious of is not even using the term high ticket. Yeah. Mm. Right. Because it varies depending on who you're talking to. Right. So let's say, for example, if I'm working with a real estate agent and they sell million dollar homes and they get three percent, like an average client for them is what? I guess thirty thousand. Mm-hmm. But they mean they don't they're not going to call it a high ticket client. Right. It's what the clients pay, right? right? If somebody sells insurance and they sell big IULs for like five million, ten million, or whatever, their commission on that is what we would call. And this, I think, high ticket. If you if you're serving to me, if you're serving people in the coaching digital space, high ticket is a thing. But I think outside of this world, yeah, people don't know what high ticket means. Yeah, right. but in the high, t- but in this world, at one point, I used to say three thousand to ten thousand dollars or more yeah. is high ticket, right? But I got some other colleagues of mine, they like, hey, 25000 or more is high ticket. And but the other that, stuff is medium but, ticket. But now that implies that 20000 is low ticket? Or is right. there a no, low ticket? There's mid ticket. And then high ticket. It gets complicated because, right. you know, the internet messes up everything. Yep. So I know somebody right now and they're like, you got low ticket, um, high ticket. And then he says you got super ticket. So oh, it's like the here. internet Stop. just makes up. Right, the internet. No. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like the internet messes up everything. Yes. Right? So I think do. so. Like for us, 
we we I'm, I'm like i don't want i want to work with because it's service-based businesses who can use our system who aren't necessarily coaches mm-hmm. but i was like if i'm speaking to a real estate agent and they sell one million two million three million ten million dollar homes i can't be like i'm gonna help you get high ticket clients because they like what does that mean like yeah. they're used to getting paid thirty thousand forty fifty thousand dollars per right. deal that's a super ticket that's super ticket. <laughs> right. you know what i'm saying so it's yeah, like the internet messes up everything quality clients yes, yeah high quality client for sure yeah. all right so Brian, what's high ticket? What what's low ticket, mid ticket, and high ticket for you? Yeah, I would say low ticket is going to be anything under four hundred. I would say mid ticket is going to be maybe like five hundred to three thousand, and then high ticket is going to be that three to ten plus. Yeah. Okay, I could agree with you. Yeah, I agree. With, yeah, I agree with that. I okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we know what high ticket is, right? So and I, maybe I got to go in this direction too because <laughs> I'm getting. An influx of people that are telling me that they're going into the coaching space. And I really, really want to hear from you all. When should you go into the coaching space? Mm. When I know you do something well, yeah. and this is what we're seeing too. someone who did something well during the pandemic. Okay. Maybe they started <laughs> their business 2021 and they made some money 2021 In 2022, it's good. Two years of good times in good times. Mm. And now we're saying, okay, I'm going to be a coach because I've done something well. And I I don't, I don't think you shouldn't, but I just love to hear your conversation on top. Let me, let me get you uh, the ghetto CEO. Yeah. I got a lot to say. (laughs) Because I feel like if you only did it for two years, do you even know how you did it? If you don't know how you did it, how can you teach someone how to do what you right. did? Yeah. And have you duplicated it enough to do it? You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. to teach somebody. I've been doing marketing for 10 years. Right. I'm teaching the same thing I've been doing for the last 10, exactly. 10 years, yeah. you know? And so I don't know, Mark, well, what you think? So I think, so, so. <laughs> Mark, yeah. like, sick of these people. No, no, no. So, so it's like, so, so here's the thing. So I believe that. Just because, and I also agree, like just because you've done something well, doesn't mean you can coach, right? Because right. I think, because mm-hmm. I, because just because somebody made a million dollars a year, doesn't mean they can teach other people how to make a million dollars a year, right? So it's like you, because like doing a thing is one set of skills. Being able to teach is a totally different set of skills. Mm-hmm. skills. Yep. Being able to do both is a very rare set of skills. Like yes. most people can't do an amazing thing and break it down and extract what they did to teach other people in like a system. That's very yes. rare. Yes. But yeah. a lot of times people are like, oh, this is a cash cow. So they'll start coaching people. Mm-hmm. And then it's those people who haven't even done anything. So it's like, we get, um, so we get people that come to us and it's like, <laughs> this, this probably, this going to, this going to go, this going to go south real quick. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's go. so we get people that come to us and they like, they're a credit repair coach. Mm-hmm. Right. And we'll be like, all right, cool. So what's your credit score? And they'll be like, like five something. No way. And I'll straight up, like, bro, more times than I care to remember. <laughs> oh, I'm talking God. about I'm talking about the amount of could they be like, well, I went through this program and then I they get they certified me as a credit repair person mm-hmm. or they gave me this thing and I could just put my name on it and say I'm a credit repair person. Or the funding cats who like they're funding coaches, mm-hmm. but they don't have funding. Uh-oh. But they want to coach other people on how to get Uh-oh. funding. And we'd be uh-huh. like, all right, cool. So do you got access to funding? And they'd be like, well, so I'm oh like, how gosh. can you coach somebody? Right. It's like, it's like, how can you coach somebody, but you haven't? Let me, let me devil's advocate, advocate this thing real okay. quick. Okay? I think I know where you're going to go, but go ahead. So 
<laughs> so it's like the uh, well. So I know how I might be in a bad situation where I'm not prepared to get funding. Okay. 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 I'm not in the financial position. I don't have. I'm not. I don't have the credit worthiness. Yeah. However, if you have the credit worthiness. You've been on your job for two years or however this funding thing works. I can show you exactly how to get the funding. I haven't done it. Yeah. But I know how to. I, yeah. I can teach you how to do it. Yeah. I would I would, I would rather go get the person <laughs> who's actually got the funding. Yes. If I'm going to pay somebody, let me go get the person who's actually done this before. Because when it doesn't work, which sometimes things don't work the way right. we want to work it the first time. Some stuff you can only learn from experience. Mm. So it's like when we do this thing the first time right. and we submit it and it doesn't happen based on this recipe somebody gave you in the course, like now what do we do? Yep. Like some yes. stuff you can only gain from experience. God. Like like earlier today, before we started, you was working with the team on like making sure all the technology and everything. Like you can't learn that from a book. You only right. can learn that sure. from experience. And from right. experience. Yeah. I can't be like, hey, I saw Dave work through an issue like this. Now I know how to do it. It's like, right. no, Dave no. know how to do this <laughs> right. because... This is what Dave does. Well, it's not even going to tell you to lint roll the mic. No. No. It's a new one. And I done been in yeah. a lot of studios and I'll be like, okay, it's like it's a little, but I never thought like <laughs> we need to hit it with a lint roller. Right. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? You go buy another one of these and it's right. like, oh no, y'all you do is go get a lint roller. Right. Yeah. But for the person who let's say can get funding, right? Yep. They have the perfect profile for it. I can pay the person who, uh, who understands it a lot less than the person who's been doing it for a while, who has the credentials. I get the same outcome. Yep. I get the funding. Hopefully. The person, I'm going to say, because honestly, they risk. don't give you the option. They don't say, I've never did this shit before. So I, <laughs> yep. I just want y'all to know that like, I'm going to give y'all a real low price. Yep. So you, yep. you know, they, they, they like act like they're expert on the thing. Yeah, like they're not giving you, it's like, I no. might respect it. Yep. I might be like, I'm going to give you a shot. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. It's a low price because I ain't really ever done this before. Yeah. Like, yeah. Can you be my beta test? Can yep. you, can I test with you? Yep. Okay, yeah. cool. It's $100. Yeah. All right. That's what it is. I kind of feel like the lower the price, the higher the risk. Yeah, That's good. The higher the risk. I like that. I like that. I mean, so I went into, I went to Best Buy the other day and I needed a charger and he said, yo, we got the open box for you. Mm -hmm. I say, I saved like 40 bucks. It eliminates the warranty and everything though. He said, yo, um, this is open box. So after you make this purchase, you cannot bring this thing back. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. It's over with. Yeah. <laughs> These programs are open, open box. box. They're open box. Like, yeah. You actually took this <laughs> curriculum from somebody else. Listen, and it gives, 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 and it gives the official coaches a bad name because yes, like people right? become That's people become us sometimes, and they'll like mention the name. They'll be like. Oh, we're trying to see what's like. They'll be like, "Well, what's the difference between y'all and them?" And I'd be like, "Listen." And then you thought that I was in the same box yeah. as them. Like, it's crazy. I'd be like, "Listen, like you know what? It's okay. Like just circle back." Yo, yeah. shout out to the open box coaches. <laughs> you, you roll the dice. Yeah. Yes. I could have got it home. It worked for a week, and then it's over with. Yes. Yeah. But you do pay for uh, you pay for a discount. One hundred percent for a discount. Yes. Mm -hmm. Leading us into what we're on right now, Black Friday. Yes. We're here. Yes. Um, I like to hear like your thoughts going into this particular Black Friday, twenty twenty three. It's different than all the other Black Fridays. There's yes. no hype. I don't know. Did they have the lines at the stores? 
I didn't see like, not one. No. Well, everybody's online shopping too. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't see no hype. Yeah. So so when you were cre- crafting your Black Friday offer, mm-hmm. what was going through your mind? How much prep did you need? Because they used to say, "Hey, you should be prepping for next Black Friday." Now. This right. Black Friday. Right. Now right. it's I don't know if it's like that anymore. So give me your give yeah. me your thought process. So our thought process, we're doing a seven dollar trial into our membership. Um, and so it's seven dollars for seven days, and then we also brought in an adjunct professor to come in and teach too. Mm-hmm. So we prepped for we kind of like if you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. Like yeah. you should always begin new leads, you should always be getting people interested yeah. into your program. So yes, I was ready for Black Friday, but I was getting new leads in June. I was yeah. nurturing them in July. Like you yeah. should always be cycling that process. Yeah. Um, but what we've seen, like we just make things addictive we make you stop scrolling i'm we're doing a p valley campaign so girl you on a poll like what is happening right now the whoa, 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 whoa. it's so good <laughs> it's so funny. what's so good my okay, p valley okay. campaign look i wasn't really on a poll oh okay so <laughs> talk, tell, talk to me about like, this p valley campaign fill me off a little bit tell me yes. about the p valley campaign yeah so like i said what we do is we create addictive revenue revenue generating campaign so i want you to stop the scroll yeah i want you to see y'all at the strip club like taking a can what is happening right now y'all rapping you got mm. babies on your hip in the studio like what is going on you know <laughs> so that is what we're doing we did a p valley campaign because we have rules to this marketing stuff because it's just been out of control yeah. with these coaches in the industry mm-hmm. and so um i linked up with six figure spot chick and we basically redid the rules for p valley i don't know if you ever seen p valley I saw it when it first came out <laughs> and like first episode, I'm like, oh, wow, it's a lot going on. And I think the second episode is a lot going on. It's way too much. Yeah. The, 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 the gangster rapper dude started doing some wild stuff. <laughs> and I was like, That's hilarious. Nah, then I I'm cool. This yeah, ain't going to be so momentum. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So yeah. on the show, Uncle Clifford, the guy, um, mm-hmm. has rules for the the strippers or yes. whatever. So we took those rules and I made my own set of rules of like what you should do with marketing. Like I took his rules and I related it back to Give marketing. Me an example. So one of his rules is um, you should always know where the What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. 
And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listen to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, booth thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal window is because you might have to jump out you might turn a turn a door into a window and so my conversion of that is you may have to pivot like you always mm. got to be ready to pivot you got to be able to turn anything around know your numbers another rule was like if you don't deserve the money if you don't know how to make the money and mm. so my conversion was if you don't know how to read your numbers and your analytics you don't deserve it i should take your money right. mm. so like using that to like relate it back to marketing to keep it addictive nice mm. Okay. That's All right. Good. I like that. I like that. So Black Friday this year for you, Maya? For me, we didn't do a whole lot of prep. Also, this time of the year is when we're like focused on selling tickets for Impact Weekend. So I try not to create anything that would like create a distraction from that. Mm-hmm. We we're, we sell a bundle. We just dusted off the page from last year. We sent out an email. And it's a it's a great bundle resource. I want them to get that and the Impact Weekend ticket. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's just th- this year compared to previous years, it's just different. Like the sales come in a little bit slower. I think it takes a lot more effort. I think it takes a higher level of investment. And I do think that's why like this year, last year, the upcoming years, we'll really see some people fizzle out of the game who kind of came up in 2020 and 2021 just mm-hmm. because it requires a, a higher level of endurance. A higher mm. level of endurance. That's okay. true. So did you do the same thing last year for Black Friday? Mm-hmm. Impact Weekend? Mm-hmm. It worked out well? Yeah, it worked out well. Okay. All right. Markwell? No, we didn't do a Black Friday offer. You ever do Black Friday? Uh, I think we did one either last year or the year before. I think we kind of played around with it, but we didn't really do it. Because did Why? you feel like it wasn't really worth the effort? It To me, it wasn't. It wasn't really worth the effort. And then, like, it kind of shifted focus on some other things. Mm. So I had to... 
prioritize what we're going to focus yeah. on or do I, do I want to kind of get do the Black Friday thing or do I want to focus on some other stuff? Are you used to Black Friday offers? Do you typically, you just don't seem like the person that's going to do a Black Friday offer. Yeah, I don't really do them. Um, I, I played around with it one time, but um, no, nah, I mean, we did a spin on it where it was like, because we got a, um, like a masterclass Tuesday. So yeah. the kind of our email approach is like, hey, instead of me selling you something, gotcha. I'm just going to give you my Black Friday offer is free. Go here and register for our masterclass that we're doing Tuesday. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Thank God should have done that. Yeah. Register for a wait list is free. Yeah. Well, now you ready for this wait list? Is, yeah, this wait list is normally a thousand dollars, but yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm telling you something. I'm just free. get on the wait list is a thousand dollars, but today you get it free. <laughs> right. It ain't too late. Send out your email tonight. It ain't too late. Let's write his copy right now. Right. Yeah. Wait list for free. It ain't too late. Okay. So. The, okay, so now we got to put some parameters around the, the, the person that should be coaching. Yeah. Who yes. should be a coach? Like, what do you, what's the stuff that you think this person needs to have yeah. to be a coach where you say, okay, that makes sense that this person is a coach? Yeah. I would say somebody who has at least three to five years of experience doing something consistently, right? Three to it, five years of doing hmm. something consistently. Minimum. Okay. So when we, when, we have qualifiers for people that we work with in our program. We help coaches build profitable coaching programs or we help experts build profitable coaching programs. And one of the things that we ask them is how long have you been in your industry? Have you been able to get results for yourself? Have you been able to get results for other people? Because we know our strategy works and we want to make sure we're not putting frauds out into the marketplace. So we want to know that you actually have experience in you can tell that you are a good coach if you actually have a system or a framework to the things that you're trying to help other people do, mm. right? So I should be able to have a conversation with you and say, okay, if this is my starting point, how do I get to the place where you say that you can coach me to get to, right? Yeah. If let's say you're a weight loss coach and you can help people lose, you know, 25 pounds in five months and I come to you 25 pounds heavier than I want to be and I say, okay, can you tell me what to do? Right now, off the top of your head, without having to look at notes, without having to Google, how can I lose five pounds a month? They should be able to give me a quick framework and it should be simple. It should feel streamlined. It shouldn't be overwhelming. That's how I know you're ready to coach because you know your stuff well enough to communicate it in a way that's easily received and can be executed for your client. Mm. So does it have to, would you say it has to take them three to five years to figure that out though? Because what if, let's say for example, when did COVID? When did COVID end? Like twenty twenty, it started twenty twenty two. It ended. It ended right. Yeah. So let's just say, for example, they. Well, it depends on what city you're in. Yeah, it depends on city. That's true. Atlanta. Atlanta was outside the whole time. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah. so let's say, for example, they picked up some COVID weight on the back end, right? Uh -huh. So now, over the last year, let's say they picked up, let's say they picked up thirty forty, right? Uh -huh. But they figured out how to drop it, get right. Yeah. And now they're like, huh, I did this. And they like, I done showed a couple other people how to do it. Yeah. Now I've heard I can actually package this up. Yeah. You think, would you say they're too early or they need to, before they can call themselves a coach, if they mm -hmm. actually, they've lost the weight, uh, they figured they figured out how they did it and now they want to teach other people. Would you, yeah. They only you, lost the weight from themselves. They lost the weight for themselves. Mm, yeah. can I they, think you need some more testing. Like you need to test. For sure. Because I also think, and this is industry specific, right? The human body is so unpredictable. Like, do you know what's going on with my hormones? Do you mm -hmm. know 
what's going on with my blood type. Can I have sugar? Do I need protein? What type of nutrition do I need to be on? Like, I want to know how much you really know about this beyond your body. But how do they get more data? How do they get more data, though, if they don't like work with some more people? Like, how do they how do they? So, yeah, they did it for themselves. Because I know he's like, okay, for them to actually start teaching it to other people, they need three to five years of experience. Like, how do they get, how do they, if they've officially done it, how do they then gather that experience yeah. without working with I some more people? I think that's a good question. Do you have to charge to gather experience, though? Do you have to have a whole program You're like, right. to right. gather experience? Do you have to be a coach to gather experience? Like, I could ask my mama, my cousin, my sister, to, my to work on, To work on them. Yeah, yeah like, I it. need some more, t- like, I just need So you, you mean before you start them. selling it to other people? Yeah, and I'm, to know you like to do it. So one prime example for me is... Uh, we have a 17-year-old son, John. He loves to play games, so he wants to be a gamer. And I'm like, you're only gaming for fun. Yeah. Like, you haven't did it as a job yet. Yeah. So let's actually put you like, it's 3 o'clock, you got to go get the game. Yeah. You got to have your video edited. You got to go do this. Yeah. And then when we started doing that, he was like, oh, <laughs> I don't like this, right? Yeah, right. So yeah. you need some more examples before yeah. you invest in putting the whole coaching program together. Mm-hmm. Waste my time to do all your marketing, right? right. <laughs> and right. really get it together. So I don't know. That, yeah. That's my thought process. Like testing. When I first started doing marketing, I ain't charge everybody. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I'm okay with charging at that point for your time. Mm-hmm. But that's not the... That's not the season to charge for your value. Mm. Got it. So there's a difference. I think, yeah, is, charge for your difference. time, whatever. Yeah. They're gonna be but you, working you're not a coach. You are a friend <laughs> that knows right. how Got to do coaching. So before you can actually call yourself an official coach, you, you need three to five years in the game. Would you say that? I think you just need more experience. You need some experience. Yeah, yeah like, just the experience. Yeah. I don't think that... Because on the fifth year, are you like... You're not just automatically a coach on the fifth year. Right. Yeah. I need to know what you've done yeah, for the sure. past five years. Yeah. But just for sure. Milestones look up. What are your thoughts? Uh, hold, on, hold on real quick, Marco. We got a, uh, we got somebody that has something to say. Uh, hold on. So he says, that dude Marco and his team only care about the money. They will oh, pres- pressure the ass out of you to pay 24000 and didn't even break down what they were going to do for that money. They are very scammy. Hey, I think they thought we wasn't going to show that one. Okay, we saw all the comments, okay? So, Markwell, you see Shiz Man. Shiz Man. He's trying to highlight you, man. He's he's, 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 Shiz Man man ain't trying to highlight me. He want attention because he could have been hitting me up. Like, I'm I'm, I'm super accessible. Yeah. That's a fact. So, he ain't trying to highlight me. He want attention. Right. And he could have just asked. Yeah, I'm sure you could have said, "Okay, welcome you to me. that twenty-four thousand." Could have shot right. me a DM. Yeah. It's real simple. So what? Do, what do you? What do you think? All right, thanks, though. What? Do, so what do you think? What, what are your thoughts when you read something like that? That he first off, he probably just don't got the twenty-four thousand. Um, number two, I don't know the brother. Like he could have hit me up. Thanks. <laughs> like I don't really know. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like pressure him out to twenty-four thousand. It's like. I don't know. I don't even. I don't even know the brother. So it's like I can't really give a ton of context. <laughs> like I don't know. Like he could have hit me up. Like if he you, wanted to have a conversation. You know what's crazy though? Because um, because it it's wasn't like we don't even charge. We, we don't even charge twenty four thousand. So it's like, <laughs> right. so I'm like, I mean, we got other programs for like twenty four grand, but it's like at this point you got to go through something to even have that conversation. So. I don't got no context. I don't know the brother. Like You know what's interesting though? What I got from that was it wasn't even that he paid for something and you didn't offer it. Right. He said You really actually just don't know. He said you seem scammy. Yeah. 
because you charged twenty four thousand, mm. and he didn't understand what he was getting. <laughs> what he was getting. All right, now hey, is it, is it, is can it, we really talk about the word scam? We got to chill, bro. No, that's it's not. Like, I can my first episode of my podcast. Yeah. So yeah, like, what is him? Is him? All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Not, is him not understanding? My, My fault. fault. <laughs> <laughs> or if he didn't understand, could he ask more questions to understand? Right. But so the lack of questions is your fault. Yeah. Right. And if but it's like, but it's like, right but it's like now, if we would have took his 24 grand, 
and like didn't deliver, then I see why the brother would. That's be what I'm saying. But right. that wasn't the conversation. That wasn't he the said, conversation. It see, and I want, I want like let's just put this in context. He said it seems scammy. Yeah. Hold on. First off, Marquel only cares about the money. Yeah. Because he has a $24,000 offer, I didn't understand exactly what was going on, and now it seems scammy. You got to chill now. I was gonna say, You're I was gonna, not ready I, to invest I was, I was going to say this earlier when we talked about the coaching thing, when I talked about the burden that comes with serving one to go. It's like, and we get that sometimes, right? When people like default on the payment or something like that, and then we'll be trying to figure out what's what, and we'll be like, um, or how we can help them. And people are like, oh, y'all just care about the money. And it's like, I tell people like, if, I, if, it's, if this was about the money, I wouldn't be doing coaching. Because it's a lot of other ways to make millions of dollars Come without on, actually having to on. deal with people. Yes. Like, I'd be drop shipping on Amazon or right. something like that, right? But nobody knows me. Yeah. If, if it was Facts. really about the money, it's a lot more stuff we can be doing than actually dealing, working with people. Mm. Big you know what I'm saying? It's coaching, coaching is probably one of the harder businesses mm. because yeah. you got to deal with people and people are complex. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, she and is. you gotta deal with people in a way of like you are waiting on them to see their own potential yep. for your mm. stuff to even work. Yep. Like if you never do the work, it looks like I'm a scam. Mm-hmm. But what about you not showing up? What yep. about you <laughs> not doing your culture guys? <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> and, and to that point, it's like people be like, Oh, so when somebody come to us and they're complaining about somebody else's program they went through, that's a red flag for me. Because they be like, Oh, their program didn't work. Well, coaching programs don't work. Mm. Right, you got to actually put the work in. Mm. Coaching pro- the coaching program doesn't work. Yes, right. You got to actually put the work in. Come on, that's the only way you're I gonna get a result, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? He said the coaching coaching programs don't, don't work. work. Yes, you have to work. And you I, have to I, work. Think, I think that is. I think that is an issue because people don't want to do the work, and they think that you are the the magic pill. Yeah, meaning yeah. But no, no matter how much information you give somebody, if they don't move on information, how does somebody expect to become successful? Because people think they can get it by osmosis. I mean, people think that mm. the Internet has lied to people and made people think that because like, I, I, talk to, I talk to people like you all the time. Right. People were like, man, they want to start a podcast and be David Shans in the same week. <laughs> and it's like, y'all don't remember when my man was going school to school, on, speaking yes. to kids. Right. I was there. I seen it. Y'all don't remember when me and bro when we did the tour. Mm-hmm. Like y'all weren't that is like bro has built this. Now he's earned the right to be to do what he do in the way that it is. Like y'all want to skip that yeah. and jump right into yeah. this. And it's like, no. You in the New Orleans. You was like with me that. in New Orleans, right? I wasn't with you in New Orleans, but I was with, I, we, I know we went to Philly together. You, um, with me in New- you sure you ain't coming to I was in, I was in I was in um Birmingham. We went to Birmingham. Birmingham, yeah, yeah, yeah we oh, did Birmingham, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so we Come did on, Birmingham, man. but it's like you you built it, but it's like people like people be like, I could join the coaching program, and now I'm this. It's like no, the coaching program is the first step, mm-hmm. and the tricky part about the coaching world is that people think when they buy the coaching program, they fix the problem. It's like no, nah, because people will buy the coaching program and you never hear from them no more. And I and I've seen that at every That's price point. Fact. So like at three thousand, five thousand, fifteen thousand, twenty five thousand, whatever, you never hear from them. Because mm. they've, when they bought the program, they now feel like they've solved the problem, yeah. and it's like, no, nah, right. you did, you did. That's the first step. Yeah. Now you the actually gotta the first step. do it. Yeah. yeah. And then when that's it doesn't the work, part. that's yeah. the easiest part. And yeah, then when it, it doesn't yeah. work the way you want it to work the first time, mm. now we got to make the iterations, and the iterations not most people out of the game. Yeah. Got it. Oh, uh, go ahead, go ahead. So let me let me see it. 
said he got a, a rebuttal. We'll move off of this. The thing is, I told the guy on the phone I had 10K, but he made me feel like I didn't have enough. Marquel DM'd me one time and explained what happened and what I was trying to do. He left me on red. Yeah. This is a wild it's, scenario. I just didn't know you can. Yeah, maybe I'm not. Hold on. I just want to make sure I'm not being biased. Let me, let me see it again. So make sure I'm not being biased. So he's upset. Obviously, the guy on the phone. So I guess you have a, a appointment setter or yeah, whoever you know, somebody who yeah, yeah. team member. He had 10k, but he made him feel like he didn't have enough. Because well, the program was 24K and he only had 10K. Yeah, but the feeling... So there has been times where I'm explaining something to my wife and me explaining it made her feel a certain way. Right. But I wasn't maliciously trying to make her feel a way. Right. And I can't even understand why you feel the way that you feel based mm-hmm. off what I said. Right. But I didn't say anything. So, and then at the end of the conversation... She'll, I had this a bunch of times. She said, hey, I ain't going to lie. It was that time. My bad. I was bugging, right? Yeah. So it wasn't, It wasn't. you can't point and say, you said something in a malicious way, but how you took it, that's 100% on you. Like nobody can make you how feel you a feel certain way, yeah. 100%. So, but then he did say that he DM'd you and Let's you see. DM'd him back. What's his Instagram? Let's see. And then, yeah, let's look at it. Let's see. And you explain what happened. First off, right. I mean, and, and you're not necessarily. Shiz, for, thank you so much. And, I appreciate right. this. And for the really record, good. and for the record, if he was like, if whoever he was talking to told him it was twenty four thousand for whatever they was talking about, and he only had ten, it's he like he didn't have enough. It's like he didn't <laughs> have enough. No, 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 Right. I can't make you feel this is a fact. You yeah. didn't yeah. have enough money. You didn't have <laughs> Hey Shiz, drop your IG in here so I can pull your DM up. So we can pull this thing up. We can pull this thing up. Like, <laughs> hey, because like, here, no, like here's the thing. Like, one thing, like, I don't come from the internet world, right? Like, I come from a different world. So it's like when you play up my name, yeah. yeah. We gotta right, so, clear that up. So drop yeah. so like so like certain yeah. things I don't do. So we, you know what I'm saying? I come from a totally different world. Like I was like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. So it's like I'm like what like yeah, what like, like what are you what? talking about right and, and shiz, again, yeah, if you pull if you pull it if you could drop me his thing I go ahead and pull yeah, it up you, but it's like dude, but it's like fam you didn't have enough so it was like no this and you're a, not lesser of a person because you didn't have enough. You didn't have you're enough. just yes. not qualified for this, this program right, right. Sure. where you are in your your business is not qualified this is not a character yep. attack so but when people take those things personally then it's like well they're scammy or they didn't make me feel a certain right. way and then it's like. And I'm, I'm glad he brought this up because this is yeah. good. And I'm glad we're this doing really this live good. so people can know what kind of comes 100%. with this, right? right? So it's like, and I'm glad you brought it up as well. So it's like, well, was it that you didn't have enough or was it, because it sounds like he wanted it, he just didn't have enough. But it was like, well, why did you want it? And you didn't know what was in it because the first message was it was 24000 but my man didn't tell me what was in it. So it felt scammy. Yeah. So it was but like, now, right, but you now, telling us you didn't have enough. Right. So, and you were explaining your situation. You were DMing, yeah. so it was like it didn't feel like a scam if you were DMing him. And right, still you really to get wanted it. it. Yep. So we just yeah. got to start telling the truth. Yeah, if he drop his IG, I pull it up, and we yeah, can, we, we, can, we can we can get to the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah, we just yeah, we just yeah, drop yeah. drop drop your IG. Um, and again, Chiz, we appreciate you coming on. Not for sure, because this is a um, this is a conversation that needs to be had. I mean, mm-hmm. the the good news is we can't even through this back and forth. We can't say that. Marquel took advantage of anybody or did anything. My problem is 
we put, we'll just throw the word out there. Yo, this person's a scam. But te- technically, I believe a scam is you give somebody some money, yeah. they don't deliver it. Yeah. They intentionally do just do not deliver it. That's a scam. But, and I think Kay said something like, when when all the details aren't provided, it seems scammy. And I and I think I think it also boils down to proper expectations. Mm. Because it's like you can pay somebody for something and you may perceive that they didn't deliver, but it's like they deliver on what was supposed to be delivered, mm-hmm. but yeah. the expectations was yeah. that it was supposed to so be something else, right? So for example, somebody may say major. Let's say somebody, I see it all the time, especially in the agency world. And I, cause I had an agency one time and we grew it and scaled it and we actually shut it down pretty quickly. And the biggest thing was like when people paid us to like build their funnels and launch their ads, they felt like we're now supposed to be running their business. Mm. And it's like, no, nah, we That's built this and we've done this. Done. Now you still gotta like have the cost. You still gotta do like we, we so we, we, we used to do funnels for people, right? And it was like, hey, we need two videos. So we can finish the funnel. Mm-hmm. And it was like pulling teeth to get the two. Vi- I'm like, here's yeah. the scripts. Here's exactly what yeah. to say. Shoot these and send them so we can finish. Yeah. And it was like pulling teeth because yeah. they was like, well, you said you're going to do it all for me. And I'm like, well, we are. But we need you to shoot these do two videos. Right. I can't do this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think expectations can be a thing sometimes as well and then and then sometimes when it when i find out that okay well my bad i apologize i didn't communicate effectively you know what i'm saying it may be that too but i out the scope of just thing but that's the thing i mean that's all learning in business like i find my most difficult clients hey y'all i ain't gonna lie man they sent me this yuffie lock think about being on the couch someone rings the doorbell your child left their key at school and they Need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Eufy lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless entry. So it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Listen, you put your fingerprint on there. You don't have, even if you got you got your bags, you put one finger out there, boop, you get to unlock your door that way. No battery anxiety. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. Quick charging, it's incredible. Also, passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app. Enhanced night vision. It's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh, recordings locally, and you don't have to pay for the storage. Customer support is on 10. Listen, Eufy is on standby for you 24-7, so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat. Okay, listen, you need this Eufy lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, Eufy, E-U-F-Y dot com. I just ordered mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's, it's, it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy. 
E-U-F-Y, Video Lock. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y, Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash Video Lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door, incredible. Okay, so search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash Video Lock. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply even when I'm happy that I'm done with them. But I learn how do I better set expectations and communicate so we don't run into these issues. So yeah, I mean, I just apologize for calling you scammy, though. Did he, did he apologize? He did. Well, yeah, thank he you. Did. That's, oh, a strong, that's good. That's, good. that's, that's a strong good. word, King. Yeah, that's a real strong <laughs> word. Yeah, yeah, these yeah. These accusations are just mm-hmm. like, yeah. I just, yeah, I, I, I just feel uncomfortable, especially when there's, there's nothing that I did to you. Yeah. But you, something that I may have done or something or said, offended you yeah yeah doesn't mean that what i said was offensive it just right. means you were offended by it yeah, yep. yeah. you and internalized it doesn't make me out of, out of character true. out of integrity yeah. right yep. like you yeah. said that's a strong word that's a strong and word Monray and i connected on this like when we first met because mm-hmm. i had a client that went live about me and said i stole from her and i was like you were just on my stage receiving an award yeah. and just giving me you know raving testimonials and so it's like the the challenging thing about coaching and getting close to people is the moment they feel something personal about you for mm-hmm. whatever reason it is, then it now shifts to let me now attack your character instead of just coming to me, right? Like how Marquette mm-hmm. was like, bro, you should have just came to me. It's like, right. you were this close to me as a client. Why not just come to me and tell me how you're feeling yeah. versus making something up about my character and trying to diminish the years of work that I've done? Because that stuff is not cool. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's all emotional. Like I really feel like if we can take the emotions out of it and really just deal in logic, then yeah. we will be okay. Yeah. You know, a lot of the issues that we deal with is, with clients and coaching is the emotional part. Like, that's mm. the part that stops everything. Yeah. Like, let's just get to this money. Did I show you A, B, C, and you did C, D, E? Like, yeah. let's just get to this money, but it's the emotions with yeah. people. Yep. Yeah. And I can even deal with emotions. Somebody asked, what's the difference between uh, teaching and coaching? And I think that's what it is with coaching. Mm. Like, really understanding the hearts and the minds of people knowing how to deal with people's emotions, different personality types. As a teacher, you just got to be able to teach it, simply let them receive it. And that's the fun part about teaching Yeah, where you don't really have to fully care about people's emotions. Yeah. But it's like, I'll deal with your emotions, but we still have to take personal responsibility for how we're feeling. Yes. You can't put your feelings on me because I'm right. not responsible for that. Right. So yeah. that's when things go left. For sure. Um, all right. So you got, you got somebody to call in, Zell? We got some. We got some call-ins on the line. All right, cool. So we we about to start taking some calls, man. This is really, really this good. I'm excited. Yeah. This is good. Um, so, uh, um, shouts out to everybody that uh, supported with the super chats. Your super chat um, is going towards helping entrepreneur every single month. I am taking these super chats and I'm going to invest in a kid's business. Okay, they are the future. That is. Something I've been doing before this YouTube, but um, 
I, I really, really think it's important that we sow a seed. So if you hear anything that really, really helps you, uh, please offer up a super chat. So Zell, let me know when you're ready. Um, and in the meantime, y'all, and I, I kind of want to have this conversation in a minute. There is an art to selling on stage, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And there are some people that said, well, you, some people offer all of the details, but I do want to talk about this too. And I understand where somebody can say, oh, well, it feels kind of scammy, but I got some advice one time where it's saying you can't really go through every single detail in your presentation, right? It's from the stage. You got a certain amount of time on stage. You want to let people know the offer. So I know there is a bit of psychology yeah. in making this offer. I just want to have a transparent conversation, but uh, can somebody explain kind of this dance between I need to paint a picture of an outcome that you're going to have mm-hmm. versus every single detail. These are the days, these are the times, because you don't have that much time on stage. Yeah. Right. So anybody want to touch on that? So, yeah, I'll, so I guess I'll start. So I think um, I think you can go. I think you can go through the details without like going into like the weed of details. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's just say, for example, if you're doing if you're offering a coaching program from stage, like I think going through, OK, here's the times and dates of the calls. Here's this It's like because stuff like that ain't, ain't really isn't really going to make or break if you sign up into the program, because it's like if you see how this program is going to change the game for you, like those are just like logistics, like you can change the time. And then it's like, okay, if I can't make the calls, that doesn't mean you don't get support. So I think some of those, but I I do think like, okay, setting clear expectations of like, here's what you are getting. We're going to help you with this. Boom, 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 boom. But I think, I think you also can oversplain where, where it just creates more questions than conversions and distraction as well. So I think it's a, it's a fine, it's a fine line to it. Now I've seen people who pitch and is totally on emotion um, and they don't really explain any of the details. Right. Yeah. And people like buy it like crazy. And I'm sitting there like, dang, they don't know what they're they getting at all. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So I think it is like a fine, it's a, it is like a fine line to yeah. it. I think. Yeah. Got it. I would say like a balance of what that would look like is, you know, you're getting weekly coaching calls. I'm not going to say from the stage what day and time it is. Yeah. You know, you get a two day client retreat. I'm not going to tell you the date of it. Yeah. And I think it, people can get distracted with those minute details. And so for me, from a sales perspective, but also as a coach perspective, I don't want somebody not making the decision to enroll in my program that will get them results because 12 o'clock in their mind in that moment didn't work for them. (laughs) I remember the first year, you know, when I pitched my offer and I I went through the details, I said, this is going to be the date of the client retreat. And the girl didn't end up enrolling in the program because she was getting married during that date. And I'm like, okay, fine. I think it's, I would have still enrolled because it's a two day retreat out of a six month program. But two years later, she came back to the event asking questions from two years before that would have been answered had I not said that date on the stage. Mm. So that's why I believe like going in those, you know, tiny details going into the weeds can distract people from focusing on the result. Got it. Got it. And you got to understand the buyer too. Like most people, when they're making decisions, 
when you're pitching from the stage, it's already emotional. Right, yeah. I'm looking at you. You glistening. You got on this white. <laughs> you glistening. Know I mean? Like so, I'm like, I want to be there. So it's already an emotional decision. So if I'm giving you too many details, I'm confusing you. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm second. I'm allowing you to second guess yourself and yep. ask more questions and feel like you don't belong in this room. Yep. And so it's my job as a coach to give you enough to make a decision, but not enough to confuse you. Yep. And yes. so I think that's Hold where on, the real quick. Is. So. Enough to make a decision, but yes. not enough to confuse you. Yes. Yeah. Got you. Okay. I got you. I got yeah. you. Okay. Keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that, that was it. Okay. All right. <laughs> bet, bet. Um, so, Zell, we got somebody on the line? Okay. Two seconds. All right. So, and here's, here's another question. Because this is psychology, mm-hmm. is it psychology? Marketing? Really, in terms of marketing and stuff, yeah, yeah, this sure. is yeah. stuff that most people don't want to talk about, but right. it's going to help some people. No, it is. This is going to confirm for some people that, um, well, they're all just trying to play on our emotions and our mindset, which I want to talk about a story that me and Marquel went through. I remember. Okay. Okay. Remind me of that story. Let's, 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 let's bring him in. <laughs> yeah. Who we got? Welcome to the call. Who is it? Hello. Yes. How are you? Oh, I'm good. My name is Abigail. How can we help you? Oh, okay. So I have a question. Okay. So you guys are talking about, you mentioned the qualifications, um, like the benchmark for coaches. And when it comes to the African-American community with professionals, it seems like Coaching should only be done at the highest level just so that people can get good quality coaching with coaches who have been in the game and actually have and can provide real value to an individual. Because right now you have people stepping into the game that's offering coaches. And like the young woman said, if you have three to five years of experience, you're not too far removed from where I may have just become it. It could be, it could be information that you could just get for free. You know what I mean? So I feel like coaching should be done at the highest level with people who've been in the game and who actually, you know, who've been in the game for a long time. Um, who have a lot of value that they can offer. I'm, I'm talking things like insider, insider information. What do you guys think about that? Appreciate you sharing that. I think it, I think you used a lot of general terms, which I think have a ton of meaning. So you said coaching should only be done at the highest level. I think the highest level is relative depending on the market you're speaking to. Yeah. Right. So somebody, if you're speaking to like beginners, who are looking to get started in e-com, right? Um, the highest level, what does that mean? Do they want to like create a full-time income? Because like if, they, if you're just showing people how to go from their job to a nine to five, to making three or $4,000 a month with a Shopify business so they can get out for their job, the highest level going to be the person who's done that, right? But if you're like, okay, I want to scale my e-com business from six figures to seven figures, the highest level is going to be a little bit different, right? So I think it just, I think, um, I don't disagree with what you're saying. Um, I just think it depends. It's, it's like that age-old yeah. answer. It's like, yeah. it depends. Yeah. What's the highest level? Um, 
um, insider information, um, you'd be surprised that there's really not much Inside. insider information. There's no you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, there's that. And um, yeah, so those are, those are my thoughts on it. So one thing that stuck out to me was the insider information, right? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people get into coaching programs thinking it's about to be this golden, like, chest of yep. nuggets. Yep. Just nuggets <laughs> everywhere. Like, yep. chicken nuggets, Chick-fil-A nuggets. Like, that's it's just going to be nuggets. And mm -hmm. it's like, that's not really what I feel like a coaching program is. The information that I tell you is not going to be anything you can't find. You can find the information. What you cannot find is the system of execution that I'm going to teach you. That's true. And so I'm teaching you to execute. I actually want you to get in my coaching program and learn nothing else. The only thing you're going to learn is how to execute, mm -hmm. how to do this at a fast pace, how yep. to make sure that you get from point A to point B because you've been sitting at A for 10 years, yep. right? Mm -hmm. So like, I don't want y'all to get in coaching programs and thinking they have some type of like information, insider society information. Yep. Yeah. Like that's not what a coaching program is. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And you know, like she said, you know, can we just go on Google and find this? But context is so important. Yeah. There is a reason why I might coach somebody to do one thing on social media and somebody else to do a different thing. Right. And so, I mean, we see all of this free information on Instagram. If it was that simple, we would all be running six and seven figure yes. businesses. Yeah. But it's not that simple because we don't have context to why we're doing something, why we're not doing something, why something doesn't work. And that's why I feel like coaching and the experience comes into play where it's does the person coaching you understand the nuances of what's going on, mm -hmm. right? Like when I gave the example of weight loss, weight loss coaching, do you understand what the hormones are doing in my body? Why did one client lose 10 pounds and I didn't lose 10 pounds and we did the exact same thing? Right. Yep. So I think it's more so about that. I don't want you guys to get hung up on the three to five years. It's not sense. about that. That makes like sense. That. Yeah. We got another caller. Talk to me. What's going on? Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much. I'm not sure if you hear me or not. Yes, we can hear you. Yes, we can hear you. Oh, okay. Awesome. Thanks. Um, my name is Guy, and I was um, calling in because I'm interested in starting a podcast. And um, don't cut me down too badly when I say this, but initially I really wasn't thinking about it being a profitable kind of thing. But I also need, know that I probably need to um, begin with the end in mind. So in the future, I plan for it to turn into something where I'm doing um, public speaking um, in person uh, on, from the stage, I guess, should be the, the correct phraseology. So, one, I'm trying to find out from you, since this is what you guys do, um, I, I want to get it from straight from the source. Uh, should I be interested or should I be looking to do this? And if so, how should I be looking to go about it? Um, and, and the core that I'd like to concentrate on is I'm a, a cancer, I call myself a cancer thriver. And um, I like to encourage others, and I've done some of this previously, and, and people tell me that this is what I should do, and I know I enjoy doing it, so I do feel, um, Mark, well, you used the word earlier, and I resonate with it so well, that is my calling. And so I just want to get your professional perspective on if and how I should go about it. You have a business, a business, you have a business, currently? Do you have a business currently? Um, I do, which is totally different from what I'm interested in doing right now. I'm a former teacher, and so I began a tutoring business for um, subject area test prep and ACT test prep. And um, I started it actually before COVID um, it had really hit. 
And I've just really, my interest has kind of waned from there. I'm, I'm more interested in doing things that um, serve to, to uplift um, people in a different way right now. What I would what do, I would is, do is, I, yes, if, if you want to start a podcast uh, inspiring and motivating people and it's not with your core business, go ahead and start it. Everything we do doesn't have to be in line with our business goals. So I play basketball, I play Monopoly. It doesn't necessarily have anything to do with my career in podcasting or coaching or anything like that. I do it. If I don't make any money from playing basketball, I don't make any money from Monopoly. It's just something that I like to do. So just because it doesn't, it doesn't, you don't start it as a profit center doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. If you are a cancer survivor or something like that, and you want to get your message out there, I'm cool with it hundred percent. The next part of that is um, if I were you, I would for sure, if you want to make money from it, you have to look at it as a business. I look at podcasting as a marketing arm for my business. Some people are deciding to do like uh, Monterey, her podcast, The Ghetto CEO, right? She's talking to other CEOs with these high-level conversations that are awesome, awesome, real, it's real ghetto, actually. Like the, the ghetto side of business, like all the stuff that we don't want to talk about, right? But it's in line with her business, meaning this podcast is a marketing arm to show people her expertise, her knowledge about business. And if someone says, hey, how can I get more information? She says, hey, go check out my podcast. And you'll be able to see, I know what I'm talking about in this business space. So let's say, for instance, you are a cancer survivor. At least write a book on your experience on how your book, how your experience can help other people have a price tag on that book, 20, 30, $40. And if your podcast is, let's say about cancer survivors or strength and motivating and inspiring people to get through it. And it's an inspirational podcast you should have. And I think you are, you have an, a, a duty to create something that they can invest in them, their cells with that coincides with this podcast so that you're just not spinning your wheels. So at least you have a book or something that's $30 and at the end of every podcast or in the middle, you can put in commercials about this book that coincides with this message of this podcast. So let's still look at it from a business perspective, but it would take a longer conversation to identify what your goals are. Anybody else? Mm -mm. Okay. You did that. Does that help? Okay, cool, cool. All right, we got another caller? Okay, good, good. All right, we're hearing um, we need coaches with work ethic and integrity. Shouts out to Elisa Applewhite. First off, Elisa Applewhite. Apple, Applewhite. She is in my morning meetup. Yes. She is currently the biggest donor to the Super Chats on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, she is okay. a member. You see that little yellow star yes. next to her name? That is actually a social proof logo. I got to like fix that up. Artwork like that, but uh, and it changes according to how long you've been a Mm. member to YouTube, our YouTube lives, and she checks in every single time. And she throws yo, (laughs) shouts out to Elisa, man. Thanks, thanks everybody that's giving super chats. So I think Freddie was talking about it as well. We need coaches with integrity. When y'all hear that conversation, Mm. coaches with integrity, what automatically comes to mind? I just feel like it's so subjective. Like, how do you mm. know if someone has integrity? That's true. Like, I know someone right now that if, into the front of the eyes, like, they are the most loving, beautiful wife, 
But I know behind the scenes, she don't give a sh- nothing about her clients. Like, mm. I know that. You know what I'm saying? So how do you know if someone has integrity? Like, how do you know? It's a great point. How do you know? How do you, so, so she don't care about her clients? No. Like, this is just a stepping stone for her. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's not mm. like. Does she have a lot of clients? Yeah. Does her clients get results? Yeah, they do get results. But she doesn't care. You know what I'm saying? So, right. so it's like integrity about integrity. caring or results. Yes. Like yes. you said, yes. that is subjective. Because it's right. like, there's people that care about their clients, but they're not really experts. Okay. So, so what is it? Like, what's in, like all of ooh. this feels emotional. And if, you're, and if you're posing as an expert and you're not an expert, are you out of integrity? Mm-hmm. So I think it's layers to it, right? So I was working with a coach one time. I share this um, sometimes when I'm doing trainings. It's like, I'm looking for integrity, right? So mine is like, okay, if the person tells me they're going to do something, do they do it, right? Is is all this in alignment? So, for example, I um I, I shared a story one time. I was working with a coach, and every quarter I was going to Cali to work with him. And then one time I was out, was out like after, you know, after the event and that type of thing. And I actually, he I saw he was cheating on his wife. Mm. So I was like, I actually pulled back out of the whole situation because mm. I'm like, if a brother would cheat on his wife, you cheat on me. You cheat on me, right? <laughs> oh, for sure. Like you don't care. No, me if you. So it's like I don't. So like I was like I don't do brother. I don't do business with brothers who cheat on their wives, because if you don't have integrity with the person you lay next to, mm-hmm. and you said yes before God, right? Why like, God was there? What he said. You feel me? Dang. And it's like so. You it's like it was just me and yeah. my credit card. You feel me? So it's like anything goes with us. So it's like that showed a lack of integrity. Yeah. Some people are like well, now as long as he's showing me how to make money in my business. We good. Yes. And I'm like, well, I get it. But it's like, he's delivering on the coaching side. But right. it's like, I just can't be around that energy mm. because when you round people and you like, and people are like pouring into you, you can get the other stuff that you ain't signed up for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I, I guess, yeah, that is, that is a good question. A coach who has a blueprint and the blueprint works for those who follow the blueprint. Yep. Does this person have to care who, like it's almost like yo, I don't care who win or who loses. I know this blueprint works. I'm gonna get a whole bunch of people in it. We're gonna get some. We're gonna get some success stories. Yeah. We're gonna get some, yeah. some people who it didn't work for. But either way, yeah. I'm gonna get my back. Yeah. However, a lot of people are getting results. Yeah. So, is this person operating in integrity or not? Integrity. If, if, is, I think. If, go ahead. My bad. I was going to say, integrity is simply doing and being who you say you are or what yep. you're going to do. Yep. If you tell people, listen, I'm not really about feelings. I really don't care what's going on in your home, but my yeah. blueprint works. Yeah. You're operating in you're integrity. Operating, that's yeah. that's exactly like, what I was about to say. I love people and you really don't. You're, right, you're exactly. operating out of integrity. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, because you could care about so, people. You just can't get no results. So I ain't going to say the dude name, right? But he's 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 big and he's big like in the space and outside the space, right? So I, I don't want to say the dude name. <laughs> so, but, but a buddy of mine, he was like he was like he was backstage with him and um he's got you know on the front end he's like oh i love people i'm so this i'm so that yeah but he was like he was backstage and he was like oh man i'm finna go out there and tear their head off he's about to go out and do his offer mm-hmm. he was like i don't care i'm going out tearing the hell we're going to extract as much money out here as possible blah blah oh, blah, blah, blah but on the stage he's like hey you know we all love each other oh, <laughs> that'd be the problem <laughs> but for the first the person that's sitting in the crowd you don't know that they're operating out no. of interior exactly Unless you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Man. crazy. Okay, we got, a, we got another caller. Good afternoon. Welcome to Free Smoke. What up? Hey, David. This is the real Alisa Applewhite. Thank what you up? for the shout out, bro. I appreciate it. Um, I was the one who mentioned the integrity. Hey, first um, off, real quick, Alisa, I- Alisa, real quick. Um, 
Tell everybody who you are, what you do, and how they can connect with you first. Oh, definitely. So my name is the real Alisa Applewhite. I help people build a healthcare staffing agency from scratch. Um, I had a healthcare staffing agency for three years. I've been in healthcare for 20 years. And every year we have made over seven figures. So I am actually doing a course in December where we are teaching people how to build a healthcare staffing agency. I'm keeping it small because I have to show the integrity that my morning meetup showed to me Come and on, make man. sure I am holding people accountable. Um, so reach out to me on any of my platforms. Uh, what well, David said, be specific. Reach out to me on Instagram, comment course, and I can help you with that. Let's go. Y'all Put a big amount in so you can come on and promote yourself like yeah, that. Right. Oh, man. Like you should you get should. off of here because you're not an entrepreneur. Like you can't pay for that type of advertising. Oh, so go get your super chat situation right now. Drop a big bag in there so you can come on here. <laughs> I'm telling you. Right. Alisa, what you got? She, she, you let her go? Don't let her go. Just like turn the volume down so that on the uh, on the Bluetooth, so they stay there and we just hear it later. We're bring it right back in. Okay, go on. Tell them more about the super chats, Marquel. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like, cause like, cause like, <laughs> while we're waiting, cause, like, people gotta like you gotta you gotta understand. You can't continue to just extract and extract. And I know Dave yeah. pours out a lot. Like yeah. as long as we continue to extract and extract and extract, you gotta sew in, right? So even yeah. if you like, hey, I can't drop a thousand or I can't drop five thousand or whatever, like drop what you can. So mm-hmm. it's a seed. Like if you tapped into Dave. You know Dave is good ground, yes. right? He so you sow into good ground. A brother who's always pouring out, sow into that. Whatever you can do, do that because you see the work that this brother's doing. So, absolutely, I appreciate that, Alisa. Send us a text so we can get you uh, right back on. I want to get into how we obtain clients because do the story um, real quick before we get into the clients. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. For sure. So. Oh, this is this is such a good story. Too. <laughs> so um, there was a time I've always been nervous with like offers and stuff, but I have a skill set and Marquette has a skill set and that's my boy. And we was like, yo, we need to put together an offer. It was like yeah. a eight week or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. We uh-huh. were, it was a few weeks or whatever. And we were saying, OK, you're going to get this outcome. And some people signed up or whatever. Now, this one person, he signed up, but he, well, he didn't, I think he like booked a call or something like that. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, we were taking the call. I don't, I don't remember. It was, it was years yeah. ago. So this guy said, I think maybe the offer was maybe 15000 or something like that. So the guy is on the phone I'm, and they, he said he wanted to have a call with us. So we had a call yeah. and um, the guy's like, yo, I love it. Um, I, I don't really have the money right now, but I want to get started. So Marquel was like, all right, well, we got like a funding option. How's your credit? I'm like, he's, he's like, I, it's, it should be good. No, he said, no, he said, do you have a credit card? And at this point I'm like, well, Marquel, he said he ain't had the money. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? I, the brother said, yo, I ain't got the money right now. I'm just in a bad financial situation. Marquel says, hilarious. yo, do you got a credit card? And he's like, I do got a credit card. And uh, Marquel's like, well, how, you know, how much you got on there? And then I'm like, all right, Marquel, the question's getting a little personal. <laughs> so he says it. And then Marquel's like, all right, well, we can start with that. It might be like, it might be, it might be 5,000 or something. Hey, we, uh, let, me, let, me, let me add this. So we're on Zoom. We're At on this Zoom point, call. Dave turns his camera. No, no, not yet, not yet, not okay, yet, okay, not okay, yet. go ahead. Not <laughs> there was a point where I, 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 listen, 
my heart starts pounding because <laughs> Marquell is going after this thing. Okay, so <laughs> he said, you know, he's like, yeah, I got, I got a credit card. He's like, all right, bet. And I get excited, like, okay, great. My man got the card. So gives Marquell the card number and like put it in and it declines. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I put something on the card so I don't got much money on the card. And I'm like, well, that's that. You know what I mean? We tried. He's just not right for the program. So uh, Marquell, he goes in again. He's like, all right, well, I mean, how's your credit? At this point, I turn my camera off, okay? Because I don't want to be involved in this. I'm like, Marquell, he said he don't got the money. Then he said he got a card, but he maxed out his credit card. He ain't got it, bro. Like, it's over with. So Marquell's like, we can do some funding. How's your credit? He's like, I think it's cool. He was like, well, we got like this PayPal credit PayPal or something credit. like that. Yeah. He's like, yo, just apply to that. Your credit ain't got to be like super good for that, but you might be able to get approved. He's like, all right, I'm with it because I'm hungry. I'm ready to do this. So Mark calls him the link. He, I guess he does it and he says, I got, I get uh, declined. So I'm like, all right, I had enough. <laughs> Look, Marquel says, no, yo, bro, we were not done. And this is years ago. <laughs> Marquel was like, I don't know if he said it exactly this way, but it's how I took it. He's like, yo, you got anybody to love you? I'm like, yo, Marquel, <laughs> chill, bro. Yo. He's like, yo, I could just ask my mama or something like that. And, right, and now I'm like, all right, well, I might have like just got into the conversation somewhere. It's like, yo, man, well, just check it out. As soon as you're ready, right. we're going to be he here. so uncomfortable. Yeah, he was very uncomfortable. My anxiety flared through the roof. <laughs> so the next day, Marquette calls me. And he's like, yo, bro, what's good? I'm like, hey, what's, what's up? I'm still like, and when I saw him call, I'm like, this guy's just... I can't do this anymore. I can't get on another call. So my call was like, yo, remember the guy who talked to you yesterday? I was like, yeah, the dude that ain't got it? Yeah. Yes, I remember him. He said, yo, he called me back. He said he he scraped together 2000 You want to start with that? Now, the the joint was like 15 20 something like that. Yeah. I'm like, bro, if he gives us 2000 now, it's going to take forever to get the rest of the money. <laughs> I'm cool. He's like, yeah, my thoughts exactly. It's cool. No problem. So we hang up. A little while later, Marquel calls me back. He said, the guy is really, really excited. He wants to get started. He has 5,000 cash that he can put out as a down payment. Mm. I forgot whatever happened with the guy, but the moral of the story was, my thought was, yo, Marquel is putting too much pressure on this guy. And he's, he seemed like young. But that was the pressure that that kid needed to go do more than he would have actually done. Yes, Meaning I was going to be doing this person a disservice yeah. by letting him off the hook. Marquel right. was yes. like, yo, I want you, if, if this is something that you really, really want, yes. you have to overturn every stone. Yes. And the cool thing mm -hmm. is I know Marquel and I know his heart and he's helped so many people. His help, his idea of help and my idea of help is just different. Yeah. 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 My help is, Oh, well, I'm going to motivate you, encourage you. Marquel's like, yo, I'm going to pull the most out of you and cause you to do something yes, yes. that you wouldn't mm -hmm. normally do. Now, I don't know whatever happened to this kid. Yeah. But if this exercise of not having it, coming up with excuses, then I can get 2000 He would not have thought of a way to get 5000 Right. Yeah. Right. If it wasn't for this conversation. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I want, I'll never, ever forget that story. I'll never forget how I felt. And that was the moment I realized that 
I'm doing people a disservice mm. by letting them give me their excuses. Yes. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, I, man, it was incredible. Mm. So, any, you got anything to say about no, that? No, no, that's funny. I remember that. That's 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 hilarious, bro. It was wild. Okay, yeah. let me let me let's His get that call. Turned the camera off for me. Yeah, bro. He turned he, he, he turned 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 he um, thanks. So I was going to say integrity is when, like, when I joined the community, I seen the integrity. I seen you coming off of flights and still showing up at 745 to be there with your team throughout the week. I seen you being sick and still showing up. Like, I've been in there for almost a year and a half, and I have seen you every day show up. And to me, that's integrity. That's somebody who believes in their brand. Um, and that's, that's the type of coach you need. And on Marquel part, like, I love Marquell, and he showed me integrity because he comes to the morning meetup. He gives us all this free game, but he went a little st- a step uh, deep, a step higher for me. Um, he told me, I said, hey, Marquell, I got a course. Um, how can I get access to you? And he was like, sis, just send me the course, and I'll review it for you for free. He reviewed my whole course. He could have took it and copied it and did whatever he wanted to do with it, but he reviewed my whole course. And then he gave me points on how to reduce it, how to like package it up and stuff. So it's like, I I mean, to me, he has integrity and he's like, you know, you should be in my program. And I'm like, Marco, I just made a big purchase with another mentor. And he's like, all right, he could have told me like, look, you need to be with me. Da da da. talk bad about the mentor. He done none of that. He was like, if it doesn't work out over there for you or you need additional training, then I'm here for you. So to me, that's integrity. Like that—that's not somebody that's trying to take your money. That's—that's that's what integrity looks like to me. But I have—I do have a real question, though, David. I really do. <laughs> Go for it. Hey, <laughs> man. Hey, so the real girl, question. Yeah. Has- <laughs> hey. <laughs> Still recovering from shiz. What's your question, Lisa? So, Marquell, um, how can? I have the course in less than two and a half weeks that I'm offering. This is going to be the end of the year course. What is one tip you can get me, give me to market on Instagram? So, all right. So what's, what's the goal? Like, I know you said this is, for, this is the last time for the program. Like, what's the goal? Is there like an enrollment number or like, what's the, what's the goal? So my, my goal is only 30 people. And right now we have about um, 10. Okay. Got it. And how big is your social media audience? Oh God, not big at all. I think I got like four hundred people on your Instagram. On, on my Instagram, I believe it's four hundred people. Got it. And then, where's the majority of your audience? Is it your email list or the majority is in my email list? Um, and that's how I've been targeting my email list and like my friends on on um, Instagram. I've been going live with like my MMU family. And the friends that I have on Instagram, so. And you, so you only got twenty spots getting, left, right? Yes, sir. So I mean, one thing, I mean, a couple of things, and I, I would definitely love um, to hear Maria on this as well. Cause I know she crushes it in that space. So I think one thing, just like, is like leveraging just announce. I'm not sure how engaged. I mean, because you can have 400 followers and uh-huh. be, be doing bigger than somebody who got twenty thousand, right? So I think it depends on how engaged they are, and then. Cause you can do a couple of things. So number one, you can obviously post, do maybe a video, maybe a live, uh, some kind of image post or a mixture of all three, just announcing to them 
here's this thing you're doing. So like, for example, one of the things we did at our event, I had everybody in the room do this. Whereas many who would do it, I would say, for the next, let's say your program is eight weeks. So let's say over the next eight weeks, I'm taking 30 people to show them how to do X, Y, Z. Show them how to build um, a seven-figure healthcare agent. Well, I wouldn't say that because, of course, FTC, you got to be careful with some of this stuff. So I would say I'm helping them do X, Y, Z. 20 spots are filled already. I mean, 10 spots, well, 10 spots are filled already. I got 20 more. You know, shoot me a DM or whatever if you want one and then kind of start a conversation with them. So that's like some things you can do like from a direct standpoint. Maria, what else would you say? Because I know you... So you, you said you hold, hold on real quick. Okay. Let me get Maya because um, Maya has a, a webinar shortly. You got any anything to share on that, uh, or just any anything on this whole conversation before you you dip? Um, no, I think the advice that's being given is really good so far. I like the like I like the line of questioning, and I think what I want everybody in the chat paying attention to is listening to what are the questions Marquell is asking, what's David asking, what's Monroe asking, because again. As I mentioned, nuance, like I want you guys to make sure you're taking the advice and using it for yourself through a, a filter yeah, that's good. and um, just making sure if you're promoting on social, there's going to be other places you need to promote if social isn't the place with the your highest visibility. That's yep. it. Good, good. Yeah, that's good. Appreciate that. Oh, let everybody know how they can work with you, man. Tell them Impact Weekend coming up. Yeah, Impact Weekend. Come on, man. Talk to us. Talk yes, to yes, us. yes. Impact Weekend is my three day live event. For, for first of all, where's, what's the website? impactweekendlive.com it's going to take you straight to the checkout page impactweekend.com impactweekendlive.com impactweekendlive.com okay yes. got it so three day live event to help you master your message build your brand and build a six figure business um, and you can follow me on Instagram at built impact if you have any questions we can hop on the phone with you you can DM me questions and I will personally respond to you good good okay yes. uh, so who needs to be at impact weekend you need to be at impact weekend if you have a gift a skill set or an expertise that you want to package up and monetize okay that's it it's really simple listen if you got a skill set and you want to make money online and you need help doing it that's the perfect room to be in especially because of the community like a lot of people say entrepreneurship is lonely but this is the room where you're going to establish high quality relationships and be in the room with other people who are investing in themselves, not just the friends who are giving you advice based on their feelings, but people who are giving you advice based on like, I'm also investing myself. I'm also putting in the work. I'm also reading books. I'm also listening to our coach. So you definitely want to make sure you're around the right people. Cause I'm sure you all can agree. Like a large part of growing our business is having the right peers around. 100%. Us. It's everything. Yeah. Cool, cool. Okay, thank you so much. All right, we appreciate thanks for you, having me. Cool. Take Absolutely. care, y'all. Take care. All right, uh, Marae, what up? Yeah, so Alisa, you said that you have two weeks left until your program opens. Is that what you said? Did she see? Lisa, she hung up. Oh, damn. all right. It don't be hanging up, y'all. <laughs> okay. Two weeks. Okay, cool. So the first thing, I wanted a little bit more feedback, but girl, I got you in the comments. Okay. So the first thing um, I would say is you need to know like what's the numbers you need to reach, right? Like I like to work in fact, not feeling. So if you need 20 more people, I want you to go look at those 10 people that you converted. How many website visitors did you actually get so you can know your conversion rate, right? So once you understand how many people we need to reach, then we can kind of map that out and say, because if you were still on the call, maybe they can call it back or whatever. But 
I could have mapped this out on the board and said, okay, if I need to reach a thousand people now, I can look at my Instagram analytics and see realistically how many people can I reach in this time frame, right? And so I would reach these thousand people hypothetically with some type of launch event, do an IG live launch. This is the first launch that I teach my clients and you need to get everyone to come to this party at one time. So you can close 10 more people Mm -hmm. at one time instead of like, one person here, one person there. So the first thing I would do is get maybe next week, have some type of IG live launch so that you can get as many people as possible here. All of your social media posts, all of your emails, all of your text messages. If you go live with somebody, everything should be pulling people into this IG live launch that you're going to have next week. Then once you have the IG live launch, you're going to teach them something of value and tell them why they need this product or service and then you're going to offer them right on the live set up. It sounds like you had a mini chat set up. So set up the mini chat where they can um, type course and then they get the link. And then you're going to do some type of incentive while you're on the live. The first person to check out, I'm going to give you your order 50% off. I'm going to give you the course, whatever. I'm going to give you an extra disc. I'm going to do this, whatever. So everybody can rush and be the first person to check out. Then you have like five, six, seven orders. And then what I want you to do the next week is call everybody on your email list. If you got their phone numbers, call them, set up phone calls, and to close your last 10 people. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Did you you have any other clarifying questions for her? Um, Well, I just told her hypothetically, but if she's on the line, I could ask her realistically what's going on. Lisa, you there? I'm here. Okay, did that help? Do you, you understand? Yes, so I heard part of it, but I had to mute the um, had to mute the computer so it won't echo. Okay. But um, which, the IG live launch, I, that's what I heard, and I heard to look at my analytics, see how many people I converted to the website, um, and everything needs to be uh, added to my IG live. So my text messages, emails, all my marketing needs to be prepping up for this IG live. And then um, this way I can close 10 people instead of doing it one-to-one. I've been doing 15-minute calls with literally one-to-one people to close them. And I, I didn't even advertise that I was doing this. I went to speak on a platform, and people just started getting in my inbox asking me about it. So I said, all right, I'll do one last course for the end of the year. Um, so it's like a last-minute you know, last thing, but Marquel helped me to make my system, my course, less. So I don't have to offer the, the bigger course that we offer. So when when you. when next week can you commit to doing the IG live launch? Um, I can do an IG live launch next. What is this? On the thirtieth. All right. So the thirtieth. What's today? Twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. Okay. So they give you what six days. So what I want you to do from now until the thirtieth, I want you to send an email every single day and getting these people on a wait list. So do you have like what type of um what's your CRM? Um I use ClickFunnels. Okay, so, so um, that might be a little hard, but if you want to, you can use ClickFunnels. Girl, you you can have them DM you, you can mainly write down the emails. I did it all, ghetto and all. Okay. So it's up to well, you. We but, have Facebook for our primary company that I can throw an instant email through. Okay, so just something simple, because I don't want you to spend too much time setting up the tech. So I want you to okay. whatever you can set up today. So that you could be able to execute fast. So whatever you could do today works. If you could do it in ClickFunnels, they work too. Okay. So you're going to set up a wait list 
And then you're going to drive traffic from your emails. You're going to post three times a day. You're going to, um, if you have text messages, if you don't have a text message system, text them manually. If you don't have an email, and this is for okay. anybody that's on the call. Like, if you don't have an email system, if you you in launch mode, my first launch, I didn't have none of these. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I was texting, calling, everybody had my phone number. Like, I was trying to get to the money, right? So, if you don't, don't let text stop you. Okay? I have community. Okay, what she say? I'm sorry. I have community. Okay, text cool. So community. text them, text them through community. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to drop everybody to this IG live launch. What I want you to do is make sure. And even if during this week, I know you said you went on somebody else's platform, you did lives with people, go back and do lives every single day, driving people to this really, really big live that you're going to have on the 30th. Like you wanted to make it feel like a party. When I do an IG live launch, I'm like, bring y'all fur jackets, y'all wine. We about mm -hmm. to have fun. <laughs> okay, and bring your pocketbooks. <laughs> love it, love okay, it. so you're gonna do all of that to drive that traffic to the IG Live launch, and this allows you to have an audience to sell to. And then I want you to sit down and map out your launch, right? Like map out that IG Live, tell them about the value, do your intro, um, make sure that you're value stacking and really present your offer. If you got time, IG Live allows you to bring up graphics on the screen. You can set up graphics so they can see the course. They can see the offer. They can see how much it is. It's basically what I teach people is to start with the IG Live launch before you go to a webinar. So this is like your mini webinar. Does that make sense? Yes. And I was about to say that. I was like, we, I literally been doing a webinar every week. So we have a webinar tonight and yeah, it sounds like the same thing. So I could use the graphics that I use in the webinar on this. Or just limit. Yep. I've been listening. My my Ray just gave you the sauce, man. So go <laughs> go execute, all right? Thank you. I appreciate this. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Um, I know we got another caller too, right? We'll get this uh, other caller. That was a really really good system. I want to spend uh, after we get this caller. I want to talk about how a current coach or someone who is you know aspiring a coach how they can start picking up clients. Hey y'all, listen. It's almost 200 people on this live. Uh, and we only have 81 likes. It is very, very free to hit that like button. <laughs> All you got to do is hit the like button, y'all. Um, so we should have, there's, there's been like probably a thousand people that have gone through this live in and out or whatever, but it, it costs you absolutely nothing to hit that like button. So hit that like button for us, okay? We got the next caller. We ready? Let's get it. Let's get it, man. This is good, right? This is dope. This I'm is enjoying dope. this. I'm on a radio man. show. All right. Ooh. This is Absolutely. dope. This is dope. <laughs> All right. Uh, we on? Oh, so make sure y'all join the link. Okay. While we're waiting on that. Um, I, I, I really, before we get into like how to get the clients, we'll talk about that after this call. Um, the sales process. Mm -hmm. I want to know what is the sales process? Because that's something I always struggle with. Um, so let's start with you, Markwell. What is your sales process? You have an offer. Yeah. How do you get people to buy this stuff? So um, actually, can I use the board? Oh, let's go. Let's go. You still got to do it again at 2.30. So you got a whole nother. You got another. Okay, cool. cool. <laughs> We're going to the board, baby. Yay. Oh, so take this. Uh, take this board. There you go. Right there. All right. Um, yeah, just clip it on your yeah, there we go. Cause make sure we can hear it's yeah, spicy. Yep, we can watch hear it. Yep. Watch it. We good? Yep. All right, cool. 
So the reason I want to use the board is because a lot of times people think the sales process begins when they get on the phone with the person. Mm. And the sales process doesn't happen. If you, if, you, if you just begin the sales process when you get on the phone with the person, like you've already lost the deal. Yeah. So like one thing I know we talked about on our first podcast was like great, great marketing makes selling unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Right. So the selling should already be done. So when it comes to the sales process, this is basically how it boils down. So if you think about if you think if somebody taking notes, I would tell. So write down frames. Beliefs. Something like B-E-L-I-E-F. Feelings. And then function, right? So this is essentially what the sales process is. And so let's say, for example, that's why a lot of times when we work with clients and I ask them, what's the top 10 dreams and aspirations of your ideal client, right? And then what's the top 10 challenges and frustrations that they have? So dreams and aspirations, then frustrations and challenges, right? A lot of times people don't know. So I'm like, that's what we need to know first because we got to take that and we got to install it into the marketing because- Everybody, no matter if you're a coach, whatever type of business you have, your client or your prospective client has a certain frame based on what, how they see things, right? So, for example, Maya was using the, um, the um, fitness example earlier. So, if you sell fitness, like, what does your prospective clients believe about fitness? Well, what frame do they have around fitness? So, for example, a lot of, some people think right now that it's a recession, Right. So if they think that it's a recession, their frame is what? It's a recession. Mm-hmm. So their frame, if people believe it's if people think it's a recession, their frame is that money is limited. People aren't buying right now. All these different things. So that's their frame. So if that's their frame, then they're going to have a belief what that there is lack. Right. And if they believe that is lack, that's going to create a feeling of lack. And how they operate. They're going to be like scarcity, anxiety, right? So beliefs, you got two different types of beliefs. So you got faith, right? And then you got doubt. So if they have a frame that it's a recession, most likely they're going to have a feeling of doubt, which is going to create a feeling of anxiety, right? But if they have, if they have faith, then they're going to have a feeling of anticipation. So they're excited. And if they got a feeling of anxiety, function is like an action. So if somebody has a feeling of anxiety, what action is that going to create? An action of not doing nothing. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to do anything. In this particular example, they're not going to buy. Right. Right? But if they got a feeling of anticipation and excitement, then what's the the action that's going to create? Them doing something, which is buying. Right here, they're going to not buy. So this... It's like on the actual enrollment call or wherever your selling mechanism is, the enrollment call or the webinar or whatever. That's that. If you haven't dealt with all this before they get here, what are they going to do? Not buy. They're not going to buy. Come on. <laughs> right? So you got to already know the people you're speaking to, what's their current frame? Right? So your marketing, you have to break that frame and then you have to help them create a new frame. Right? So I'll give you an example. So when I'm talking to somebody about this and they say, okay, money is limited right now. And I'll say, okay, instead of me saying, that's not true, that's not true, that's not true, because I'm fighting against a frame that they inherently believe, right? So they, they've built, and they've, they, are, they are around other people who's reinforced this frame. Right. So instead I may say, 
Well, during COVID, what did they do? They gave away all this money. How much money did they give away during COVID? Like $7 trillion. Right. What happened to all that money? They're like, um, we're like, well, would you agree that it's still circulating right now? And they're like, yeah. So I'm like, in reality, there's more money in circulation now than it ever has been in the history of the world because they can literally print money. And now they're like, huh, got it. So now we just reinforce that frame. Then you create a new belief, which creates a new feeling, which puts them in a position where they feel like buying. Right. Otherwise, they're going to already come showing up with this stuff and they're not going to buy. Does that make sense? So I'm saying now this to say the, the sales process is in, in the if we was to go simpler, it's getting clear on what's somebody's current reality and then what's their preferred reality. So if we say, so if we say this is their current reality, then they got their preferred reality. So this is where they want to be. And this is their current reality. And then right here is the transformation gap. So you get make you make money based on the gap, right? And how fast you can help them close the gap. So right here, the, the current reality, we got to figure out what's their current frame? What's their current belief? What's their current feeling? Because all this stuff is the reason that they, that they are where they are. And in the preferred reality, we got to show them that to get them here, they can't get there with the same frame, the same belief, the same feelings. We got to alter those things. And then that moves them into this new reality. Does yes. that make sense? So I know this was great. So, this, so that's kind of, that's the sales process. But it starts in the marketing, not on the call. Mm. Because if you're on the yeah. call yeah. doing a sales presentation, you already did. Yeah. Because now, because <laughs> now, what are they gonna say then? Oh, I need to think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to go do some research on you because I ain't really know what you did. Because a lot of coaches and consultants, you look at their bio and it just says, "Kick to the schedule a call." Mm-hmm. And it's like now you're on a whole bunch of phone with a whole bunch of people who are there just curious, trying to figure out what you do. Right. So with your marketing nice. stuff, the sales process. Is getting clear on where they are right now, where they looking to go, what's the gap, and then in your market and showing them the reason you are where you are because of this frame, and it created a belief for you. Now you feel this way. Now you ain't doing nothing. That's why you're overweight. That's why you're not making the money you want in your business. That's why you ain't launched the podcast yet. That's why. Yes. And the list goes on. That's good. Liar, you know crazy? Hey, on, throw some fires in the chats, man. Yes. Throw some fires in the chat. I love you. Appreciate that, man. Oh, shout out to Super Chat. Somebody. I, I, I think your I think your family done pulled up because when they, uh, they they put first off they gave fifty dollars and they put CAU so okay 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 <laughs> I love it I love it okay we got another caller what we got Zoe yo can you hear me yes we can how are you all right absolutely I'm great this is CEO Japonica or JP I I was trying to take notes while driving. I had to pull Please over. don't take notes while you're driving. <laughs> she <laughs> said she had to pull over. <laughs> hey, I, I'm, I'm over here operating on two phones. I'm like, hey, somebody's been in, I'm either going to hang up with y'all or I'm going to hit the replay. So I forgot this was uh, live. But uh, I appreciate everybody uh, for tapping in. My question is real quick. Um, I'm really curious about just your experience with short-form video content uh, when it comes to marketing. So what challenges have, uh, you know, all three of y'all, if you want to answer this, what challenges have you faced um, and how has it impacted your coaching um, effectiveness? Good. Um, yes. Uh, what uh, our question was, what have we experienced in marketing? Right. Uh, so when it comes to short form yeah. video content, with short, yes. short what have we experienced in marketing with short form video content, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've experienced 
and creating short-form video content and stopping creating the content because some of the content that I put out didn't get the reaction that I thought it should. And I didn't get the engagement and I didn't get the likes and I didn't get the love that I thought I should get. So I stopped. But I realized I've also been on the side of I go through this process where I'm creating content. I don't get a whole lot of engagement when I post it. But according to the body of work, as I keep creating, if the 20th thing that I created about this topic or this this um, this campaign that I'm doing, if the 20th piece starts to go and people are loving it, they go back to the mother 19. Yeah. And it's the other 19. It's the first one, second one, third one. The one that I thought wasn't getting the results that I thought I should get are the ones that cause people to buy because they say, yo, I went and watched the body of work. Yeah. So that's something that I experienced. It was just like an internal struggle yeah. that that I had to get over. But now I'm not posting for a an immediate result. Yeah. I'm posting to create a body of work or a catalog so that people will say, I trust you. Yeah. Yes. So, and the beautiful thing is like just to tie back to what you just said and what we just did on the board is like as they're watching that content, you're creating those new frames mm-hmm. because now they believe what you believe. And now when they show up, they're naturally going to buy because they now believe what you believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So, I mean, uh, with us, for short form video content, it's a part of our marketing system. Like, yeah. that is how we get the first part of our sales system is, system is visibility. Like, if enough people can't see you, then enough people can't pay you. So, yeah. I need a lot of people to see me, <laughs> right? So, I use short form video content, but I have to take the emotions out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I produce at a, a high quantity, so I'm not emotionally tired. Yeah. Like, if I was only producing one video a week and it took me two hours to edit it, two hours to say, in there and record the video and then post it then write the caption that I would be emotionally invested into it yep. but instead I put 90 pieces of content out so I'm not emotionally invested yep. and so when some do well some don't some go high some go low yep. then I know that that's just how the internet works yep. and so that's kind of what my experience has been yeah I that's agree good. and my experience I would say has been um our most authentic stuff works best mm-hmm. I was talking to a guy the other day and he was like he going to put out a viral video. And I'm like, well, that ain't how it works. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, cause you don't know. Like, so yeah. my stuff that done took off, it was like, oh, Weird. wow, they like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Cause it, so it's crazy. So one thing that we did was earlier this year, we hired a team who came in and did like all the fancy editing. Cause I saw mm-hmm. a lot of people doing the fancy editing stuff. So it was like cutting in the, by the B roll, all yeah. different type of stuff. And like our everything tanked. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It was like, I'm like, wow, that's interesting. So I ended up firing them and then we just went back to our regular stuff, whether that's me on stage, me just in the camera, mm-hmm. not real, a whole bunch of real editing and that type of stuff. And it actually outperformed yeah. that. Yeah. So when we just went back to our regular stuff. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't know that there's different types of content for different results. Yeah. Right. Like you have content that you create for visibility. I have content that I create for nurturing. I have content that I create create strictly for conversion that makes sense so when i'm doing my educational content i'm talking straight to the camera and it's a fancy edit i need you to trust me so it needs to look nice it needs to look produced because you about to pay me some money so that is used for conversions versus i'm just dancing trying to go viral that's just you i'm just trying to capture you and my honey so you can come over here that makes sense i think it's another thing we need to pay attention to is studying communication Mm -hmm. sometimes the thing just won't convert 
because you were talking too fast. Yeah. yeah. Or you were talking too slow. It's true. Or you just didn't get to the point fast enough. Very yes. true. Right. So it's <laughs> the information might be good, yeah. but you're delivering it in a way that people can't receive it. Yeah. Or um you're you got all the sales tactics and strategies and all that kind of stuff. But the information ain't good, yeah. right? So I think you really, really got to work on your ability to communicate the idea. And so when we do ads, we keep in mind a bunch of different people. There's somebody who wants to get to the point and they want to know how much it's going to cost and what it's going to do for them, period. There are some people, they want to know, okay, uh, how is this going to help the greater good of the world? We have to talk to the person who wants to be a celebrity or a star. We got to talk to the person who wants to be philanthropic. We got to talk to the person who wants to live this lifestyle, right? right? We learned this in network marketing, right? There's four different types of people. It's that super aggressive, high charge, give me the money, money, money. Then you got the people that they want to know that the outcome is going to make them lit. And they're going to have a whole bunch of friends. And it's going to be a party. You'll be in a Lambo too. And then it's going to be the people who want to serve the whole world. What is the greater good? Okay, I'm going to get you this result, but you know what you're going to be able to do with this result? You're going to be able to tithe more to your church. You're going to be able to do more for the homeless or whatever that cause is going to be. And there are some people that need every single detail, but in a 60-second video, you can't give every single detail, but you got to answer the questions that you know they're going to have because they're automatically in a negative mindset, meaning you got to hit the stuff that you know they're going to have a negative idea about in the very beginning. Yeah. So we do a whole bunch of different stuff for a bunch of different people who are yeah. a bunch of different viewers. Very so that, that's how we we create campaigns for our ads. Yeah. So that makes sense. I hope, did that help you? Did that help out? Shout out to I Daydream. They're actually here and they gave the night night. That's what's right, up. Right, right, I saw right. uh, Six Figure Spot Chick who was on the first live. Uh, she then gave on. a super chat. It's a bunch of super chats here. Who else we got in here? Is that Jade? Jade Lambert Smith. Okay, you and your boo last name together. Period. With a super sticker. Period. <laughs> That'll represent. Shout out to everybody's giving super chats because we are going to be investing in youth entrepreneurs every single month. Okay, so do we have another caller? We go- Let's get another caller in here. Okay, we got to get clients, y'all. We have to talk about how the heck do we get clients? I'm good at what I do. Okay, I truly care about the. I care about my clients. Okay, actually, I'm good at it. I actually care about my clients, and but for some reason, the world doesn't know who I am, and I cannot get people to engage in my posts. How do I get clients? Okay, let's let's start with the mindset in which you're approaching how to get clients. We'll start with you, Mara. Yeah, so I think the biggest reason why people are not getting enough clients is because I said it earlier, enough people can't see you. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem is um, business owners are worried about the wrong things. Like once you got the course set up, once all of the back end of fulfillment is ready, we don't don't optimize that course no more. Don't go re-record no videos like you need to be focused on traffic. Like traffic is your only focus. Build, borrow, buy. That's it. Building through Instagram, social media platforms or whatever. Buying traffic through ads or borrowing and working with other people. Whoa, 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 whoa. Because I like that. I like that. Slow down. (laughs) This is, is, first off, this is real coaching because she has a framework. Say it with me. (laughs) Y'all, there's a framework, y'all. Yes. 
Yo, oh my gosh, this is so good. And it just right. and it just rolls off. So she said this a time. Oh yeah, uh, I preach this. Yeah, for sure. Yes. So some people are just they they got a result themselves. Yes. They go out and do it. They mm-hmm. do well. Yes. And then now they want to coach. But I like the fact that you're putting this in a framework that anyone can follow. Yes. So give me give me your framework again and, and break it down a little more. So the first step into customer journey is visibility. Mm-hmm. You have to be seen before you can nurture. A lot of people go straight to the purchase, straight to the fulfillment before you can get them to purchase or you can give them the experience or the community. They have to see you. So when I'm working with clients, my first thing is like, we got to get you seen. And so visibility, there is traffic. You need people to see you and check you out. And so there's only three ways to get traffic. I don't care what you're doing. If you're selling shoes, the only fans. There's only three ways to get traffic. Build, which is you are building your platform that is on social media, that's YouTube, that's Instagram, whatever. But you don't build nothing fast. So building does take time. Then you can buy. Buy is going to allow you buying traffic, meaning buying ads, buying advertorials, buying um, theme pages, like buying slots on podcasts, whatever, right? Like buying, you can use your money, but you got to have some money. Mm-hmm. And you ain't got no money. Talk and about you got to be, you know, Talk it's going to be a little slow, you know? <laughs> and then the last thing you can do is borrow, but you need relationships. You got to be in things like the morning meetup. Come on, man. Talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, you got to have relationships with other people that you can borrow traffic from. You got to go live with people. You got to get on their platforms. People have to see you. So these are the only three ways. And a lot of times the reason why enough people are not seeing you is because you just don't have enough traffic. And so that's where I tell people to start so that they can get as much traffic so then you can move them into nurture and then they purchase. Man. Oh, this is so good. And, like, for instance... They are borrowing my audience on YouTube right now. Right. But it wasn't that they called and asked me. I called them. Yeah. And the reason that I called them is, one, they've been in the game. So I know they know what they're doing. Two, I know multiple people who have gone through their programs or they are their coach and they got results and they've been doing it for a while. So once I start thinking about, yo, who can feed the audience that I have, I'm like, oh, this is a no-brainer. Monray, Markwell. These are the, well, first off, I call him Marcus Rozier. And <laughs> so y'all are my y'all are the first people that I called, mm-hmm. right? Like literally the first people. Marcus, Marcus couldn't make it because he was out of town once spent time with his family. I mean <laughs> <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Marcus. Shout out to Marcus. Try to be a real man. But these people I know have uh receipts yep. and customers who have receipts. Like sure. your clients actually have receipts. So I I don't feel like it's it's a no-brainer to let them borrow my audience because I know they'll take care of it. So there are a lot of people that ask, like, yo, let me get on the podcast. Let me do this and that. But, bro, you don't, you may have got some receipts yourself, but what about the people that you've taught? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I had a conversation with somebody, like, yo, tell them, I was on live with somebody and I was like, well, give me an example of all, you know, you got all these clients. Give me an example of an example of them becoming successful. Right. And he couldn't give me an example. You feel me? He couldn't give you one. It started out with, I have hundreds of clients. I'm like, yo, that's what's up. Congratulations. Which means you're a good marketer. Yep. But if they don't get results, if you can't pull somebody out to have say, yo, but this person, look at this person. Look at their receipts. Look at this person. Their receipts. And you all, listen, I've 
I've gotten receipts. I got I got stuff from both of y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've I, I made money from both of you all. So mm-hmm. uh, yes. So I hope that answered question. I don't know where it's going. We got another client. We got another caller. Okay, cool, cool. All right. So that is the framework. Do you have a framework on getting clients? I do. Um, can I use the board again? Okay. Oh, you the board, right, Cloud? Right, Cloud ain't his bag today. Period. Oh, you 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 need you need a uh, you need a uh, mic real quick. Um, actually, before you do that, because I, I want you to go live and t- hold that in ten uh, ten minutes, because okay. around ten twenty two twenty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want you to go use that. Okay. So, um, have you ever struggled to get clients? Let's talk about this. Let's go into story mode real quick. Have you ever struggled to get clients? Yeah. And when you were struggling to get clients, why were you struggling? Because I didn't, I didn't really understand. Because, like, of course, you know, we teach client attraction. A lot of people think that client attraction is an event, right? But it's actually a process. So I didn't really understand. At one point, I thought it was about being clever, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to messaging, than being clear. So a lot of times, people try to, like, come up with these cool alliterations and these cool sayings. Yeah. But it's really more so about being clear. So when I joined, I, so when I first got introduced to, I guess, legitimate business at this level was in network marketing. And, you know, in network marketing, they don't really teach you how to market they just tell you to go talk to your friends and family and so forth. So after where I come from, my people, my, my warm market wasn't interested in doing legitimate business. Mm-hmm. So I got introduced to social media and I was like spamming. Spam, I didn't look at it as spam. Yeah. I thought I was like marketing. I thought I was getting the word out. So I'm just posting. I'm just sending DMs. I'm just doing everything. But it was like I wasn't. So I just didn't really understand the true ins and outs of like what marketing really means. Mm-hmm. And then how do you take somebody uh, Cause like you know, at some point you hear like cliches like if you build it, they'll come. Or it's about just getting the word out there. But even if you're getting the word out there, but you aren't like taking them through a process to buy from you, it's still kind of pointless, depending on your model. Got so it. I just didn't really know what I was doing. In short, gotcha. Being a process, because I I definitely thought that you make the post, put the link in the bio, yeah, and people buy. Yeah, we call that right. post and pray marketing. Post and pray marketing. <laughs> Post and pray marketing. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think it got a lot of people fooled because over the last couple of years, you can post and pray. They're gonna hit that link. Some people. Some yeah. I'm, there was a there was a lot. In this space, if you can be articulate with your words, if they got the money and you got an audience, you got some followers, you make a post and they buy. It was like that for a couple of years. For some people. People, yes. I think on the internet, since we're in this bubble, it seemed like it's more that are winning that actually are. Mm-hmm. And it's more that can actually pull something off like that that actually can. But in the grand scheme of things, especially when you like start having these conversations with individuals, you start seeing like it's like it's not as many people winning mm-hmm. that it may look like in this in social media. So it's like it's some people who can do that, but it's like it's more people who can't do that. Yeah, fix. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. So you've struggled. Yes. Why did you struggle? I feel like I struggled because I wasn't clear. And we've, and I told y'all before we got started, we went through different iterations of, um, I've sold low ticket. I've sold multiple launches. I've sold high ticket, but I've always made money. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all of this makes money. Why I can't do all. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, but I wasn't clear on how, I was getting results from my clients. Like I, they were getting results, but I was like, 
do it again and they'll do it again like I just wasn't able to articulate what was going on mm-hmm. and a lot of times I just had to have people trust me yeah, and I'm yeah. like just trust me like I love this marketing stuff like just trust <laughs> me get here you know and so when the more I got cleared the more it was easier to sell and be able to get more clients yeah, so it. I think you have to be clear on what you're offering 100%. and what the end result is so as you're creating the offer what should we take into consideration when we're creating the offer so I think a lot of times people think the offer is their service or their program. And that's really not the offer. That's mm-hmm. your program or your service. Yeah. That's not but, the offer? No. Nah, the offer is like what they get. Like what's the transformation? Yeah. So for example, when you think about Domino's Pizza, their offer when we was coming up was what? Free hot pizza in 30 minutes or less. Well, not mm-hmm. free. Fresh hot pizza in 30 minutes or less. Or you get it free. Yeah. That was their offer. Their offer wasn't really pizza. They weren't selling like the best pizza mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. They were selling fresh Hot, hot food, food fast. In 30 minutes. Yep. And you know Got what I'm saying? It. That was their offer. Oh. Huh. Yeah. McDonald's don't sell burgers. They sell fast food where you can put on the drive through. Right. Right. You get your kids something, you get yep. you something, and you don't gotta cook. You've been working all day anyway. Right. That's really what they sell. They ain't selling like but if they they really sell food, like when yeah. nobody be eating McDonald's. Right. You it's know? the end result. It's That's the transformation. <laughs> yes. Dang, I, I never really thought about it. Like, like Walmart, that. Walmart sells. The cheapest stuff they say. They say their words are "save more, live better." Mm. That's their offer. Like you come in here, you're gonna get the stuff for the cheapest. You're gonna save money. That's gonna make your life better. But mm. you ain't going to Walmart to get the best quality stuff. Gotcha. So and when you're and you know that, <laughs> and you know this. <laughs> so when you're thinking about it, I'll, I'll ask you first. Mm-hmm. When you're thinking about when you were thinking about putting your offer together, yeah. what was going on through your head? I wanted to think about my transformation, like he said, my end result first, right? Mm-hmm. Because like you said, you don't sell the details. Even when we talked about like at the conference doing a pitch, like should you sell the Monday, tell them it's Monday at three o'clock, right? Like nobody's buying the details. The details is just the confirmation that yep. this is where I'm supposed to be. Yep. People are buying the end result. I want to have this better for my kids. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to be better at marketing. Yep. Like, so I had to become clear on my end result. And cause you could give people results and not know what it actually was. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially in the coaching space. Yeah. So you have to become clear on your end result to be able to deliver your marketing officially. Got yeah. it. Okay. All yeah. right. So when you were thinking about, well, what is your, what is your offer? Give me so, one of your offers. One of our offers is our um, school of marketing. Okay. So our school of marketing is our end result is to us to get you to 10 K months. Okay. Period. Yeah. Gotcha. And what comes with that? So the details of it is yeah. you have coaches. Um, we have um, two biweekly sessions, mm-hmm. right, where you come in, you get to learn more. We have um, adjunct, uh, adjunct professors where they do content, ads, all the things. You also go through challenges every month. So we're challenging you to make 1K weeks, then move you to 2K weeks, and then 3K weeks. So we go through a coaching program so that you can get to the end result. Got it. So for those that are are listening, you have to have the details. Right. 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 I mean, the, the sales process of it is that you're going on stage saying, hey, y'all, these calls are 60 minutes. It's going to be these particular dates and I'm going to have you do some homework. OK, right. so I'm going to ask you to get your homework back the next week. And then throughout the week, we're going to send you an email. And all, like, you don't you don't you don't do all that right? right? because you're telling people that this is the outcome I'm, I'm going to give you. Right. Yes. But it is the responsibility of the coach 
to work out all these details. Right. It is yours. Like that, I think that is the hardest part of creating an offer. It's the details and mm -hmm. thinking through, okay, what would, how could the ball get dropped? Yep. Yeah. You got to think about the people that um, don't check their emails. So you got to have some sort right. of backup. You can't right. just say, yeah. well, I sent you an email. You ain't check it. Yep. Right. Yep. You have to know that some people are going to miss the email yep. or it's going to go to spam. So yep. we do that and a text message. Yep. Okay. And like there are certain things that we have to think through and that's where this old scam thing comes about because we come up with an offer. Yeah, yep. exactly. But you got to have the details. And honestly, going back to the low ticket, high ticket, I have to come up with more on my low ticket end, like more details on the low ticket end than I do on my high ticket mm. end. So on my low ticket end, we have a, the seven dollar trial. Not only do they get emails every day about, not only do they get emails about like here's the link to get in, right? But for the first fourteen days, you actually have a daily assignment. Like do this, watch this, and then go post. Like we have to make sure that you stay engaged. Mm -hmm. Now, also during those fourteen days, I got an email every day. I got a text message every day. You get a, a DM on Instagram every day. Every three days, our person calls you to make sure you're still here. Yep. Like I have to do more on the low ticket side than I have to do with my mastermind clients because wow. they making money and they're busy. Yeah, the yeah. high ticket clients they busy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be honest, you know what I mean. So it's like it just depends on what side of the apple you want to be on. And I think what what my Ray just explained. That's the difference in somebody who's building a company and somebody who just sells courses online. Yeah. Because if you're actually building a company, you're thinking about those things, the team and so forth. But if you just sell logins for your course, <laughs> you're not really thinking about yeah. those level of details, especially if you're playing like the long game, right? Yeah. So it's like thinking through those details, like what if they don't answer? What if they don't answer? What if they, how do we do this? How do we set up that? You know what I'm saying? So all that's super important. Gotcha. And it took time. Yeah, and it like takes time. Like, we did this same thing last year, but I didn't think through all of those things. And yep. now you have to, that's why you have to do something so for a consistent period of time so you can know where to optimize. Yep. And I was able to see, oh, last year when we had our trial, they had to, they paid in one place. The course was in one place. The community was in another place. So they had three different logins. Okay, mm -hmm. this year, let's bring it to one place yep. so they can be engaged. All right, y'all, pick up the phone and call them. If they haven't gotten to 20% of completion rate by this time, you need to call them and say, what's up? Your dog died? Like, you need help? Like, yep. what's going on, right? 100%. And a lot of people won't do that for $97 a month. Mm -hmm. But I know that if I get you to the point where if, even if if you just paying me $97 a month, my goal is in this three months to get you to 10 K. Cause I know you can. So then you can go and invest in our $25,000 program, but you got to care enough yep. back to that care word. 100%. <laughs> to yep. be able to think about it like that. 100%. What this is a, a conversation I was having and I was having it with uh, my sister on a hot seat and a little embellishing or I was making it engaging, but <laughs> The responsibility of getting a result. How do you all feel your role and your responsibility of getting someone a, a result? So for me, I think it's a partnership, right? Mm -hmm. So I think I have a part to play and then the person has a part to play. Yeah. I don't think I'm responsible for their results, though. Mm -hmm. I'm just responsible for showing up, doing my part of the partnership, right? So it's like if we're on the basketball team, right, if it's – Five of us on the basketball team. I'm a point guard. You're a shooting guard. My Ray, um, small forward. You know, Kenny's the center. Like, Kenny, I don't, it's not Kenny's responsibility to get the ball down safely. Right. It's my responsibility to get the ball down. 
Kenny has his job. So everybody kind of has it. We're going to McDonald's. Everybody ain't cooking. Right. Right. Everybody ain't working the register. Everybody ain't, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a part to play. So my part, I'm showing up. I'm giving you a system. I'm there to support you. I'm answering your questions. Um, we got the team to support you. Boom, boom, boom. So we got all that. You need to go execute. Yeah. Right. We can't do the execution for you. Um, and then it's like, all right, when you go execute, now you report back and then we see what happened. And then now it's my job to, if it didn't go to what we wanted it to go, or it's our job to know, okay, here's why it didn't work. Here's what we do next. Yeah. But it ain't your job to like, know because that's what you paid us for. Yeah. You know what I'm for saying? Sure. So, but you got to go do something. So now we can get some data and now we can decide, but if you don't do nothing, we can do hint, we can do possibilities right. or conceptuals and all this is type of stuff all day, but we don't know until you actually go do something. I can't coach theory. I can't coach theory. I cannot coach theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could coach action. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's the difference between you telling me, like, hey, here's my landing page. I had 10 people to actually buy, but 100 people dropped off. Like, let me, like, can you show me what went wrong? Yeah. Yes, like, I can, we can walk through that. Yeah. But if you like, well, if I need to do a landing page, what should I hypothetically do? Yep. Yeah. You don't know. It's a lot of answers to that question. Right. It depends. Then you then you be mad because your coach would be like, it depends. It depends. <laughs> and it's true. They're like, what it if this happens? Or what right. if this happens? Yeah. It's like, well, let's get live yes. and let's see. Because yeah. like marketing, I look at marketing like um, scientific, right? Mm-hmm. So when we did science projects in school, we had we start with a hypothesis. So this mm-hmm. is our educated best guess yeah. based on what we do know. Then we do the project. Then we was like, okay, well, if we add this, then the volcano is going to explode. This is what we think. Mm-hmm. Or it may not explode if we add this or if we add too much. We don't know. Let's run the project. In marketing, let's launch the campaign. So we think this is going to happen if we launch this campaign. Yeah. Then we launch the campaign see what happens. This didn't go or it went okay. So that's why I always tell people, you always get a result. It might not be the result you wanted, right. but it was a result nonetheless. Right. Now we got some data. Now we can make the necessary adjustments to continue. I like that. I, I was the, the argument I was having is I feel a certain responsibility, especially if it's a higher ticket client. Yeah. I feel a responsibility for them getting a result. And I think what that, that drives me to say is, okay, this person didn't get on the call. Why? Yep. Mm-hmm. Is there something that I'm doing or is there something in this person's personality that I'm supposed to be talking to, to get this person to do this. Yeah. Sometimes they just need a therapist. No, Sometimes honestly. they need a therapist. But one thing that we learned, because I was having that conversation with myself, right? Because I thrive on you executing. And like, I look like a bad coach if I ain't get results. You yeah. know what I mean? 100%. So I, I need you to get results. I need you to do the work. So I had to do research and I realized that there were four different types of CEOs. There's a traditional CEO, a strategic CEO, a creative CEO, and a hybrid. Mm. So based on that, we had to change our curriculum model to speak to that person. Mm. You're a traditional CEO. You need all kind of information. You need the uh, videos to be an hour long. You need all this <laughs> documentation. Like, this is the person that got all type of degrees, yep. right? Mm. Versus the creative CEO is just like, put me in the game, coach. Like, mm. I just need to see what's going on so I can maneuver. And so based on that, before you even get in our $97 program, you have to take this test because I need to know how to coach you. And I'm going to put you over here with your other people. 
So y'all can read all this documentation together yep. or these people <laughs> that are creative, they can, you know, do yep. their thing. If you're strategic, that means you love numbers. You need data. You need the end result. So I need to tell you like, hey, well, social media might not be your thing. Emails is because you can't see the data on social media like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? 100%. So I had to learn that. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, I love it. All right, Marquel. What? Talk to me. We, 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 we can go to the board. Let's go. Let's go. Take this mic real quick, Marquel. Take this mic real quick. Take this mic. All right. So uh, I, this came from the question of, okay, how do I get more clients? And Marquel has a framework. And first off, Marquel got mad frameworks. I got mad frameworks. Okay. Period. Yeah. <laughs> I got mad frameworks. All right. So talk, talk to us. So, so I basically, so I call it, so it's like the client attraction flywheel, right? So it's like, I ain't the best, I'm not an artist, but y'all just go with me, right? So if we look at it this way. So the top of it is captivate. And the beautiful thing I want everybody to catch is like when you, when you watch or listen to people who are successful, it's certain principles, right? So captivate, this is where you capture their attention. I know my was saying visibility, mm -hmm. right? Same principle. So captivate. So captivate is like it's a couple different ways to captivate. So um, I know Monray was she was talking about her campaign earlier, and they got the P Valley hook. They like, oh, she on a pole. So it's like that's, that's one that. way to do it, right? <laughs> so that may like, not be your personality, yeah. right? You don't got to do that. Dave has his way of doing it. I got my way of doing it. But I think the the most powerful way to do it in this phase is being authentically you. Mm -hmm. So some people think, well, you got to show a Lambo, you got to show the big house, you got to do all this. That works if that's your personality, but that wouldn't be authentic to me. Right. But I know that is how some people do it, and that's okay. So you got captivate. And then once you captivate their attention, then you want to capture. Mm. <clears throat> so you want to capture it. So ideally, so let's say, for example, you captivate them on Instagram, mm -hmm. and then ideally you want to capture them and maybe get them on your email list. So now you can actually own this asset. So just in case they shut your Instagram down for whatever reason, you now build an asset, right? So now you capture. They give now they've given you permission to like market. So I'm not sure if I'm what camera folks be looking at. Yes. So I'm just looking at y'all. No, you so got. Okay, I'm right there. Okay, bet. There we go. There we go. So capture. So now we capture their into their um their information, the name, email, phone number, and then we go to cultivate. So that's why I tell people like client attraction is a process, not an event. So now we cultivate. So if we was to rate, if we was to ask everybody online right now, well. Actually, let's do this. Put a one in the chat right now if you got an email list. Real quick. If you have an email list, put a one in the chat right now. Oh, no. one in the chat if you got a list. Put one in the chat if you got an hey, email Are list. we answering the question of if they do anything with the list? I'm or? about to get there. Okay. <laughs> so, so first off, put a one in the chat if you got an email list. Drop them ones in there. Drop them ones in they there. They said they did not sign up for no tease. Yeah, I want to see something <laughs> right I want to see something real quick. Put a one in there. Hey, ain't nobody coming. Ain't nobody got no email list? Somebody said this live should not be free. I Period. agree. This live should definitely not be free. So let's just pretend a lot of y'all put one. Okay, okay there okay, they go. There they go. It's a little delay. Okay, cool. 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 Okay, cool. It's a delay. All right, bet. They're coming in now. Put it in. Now, my second question is, I know it's a slight delay, is my second question is put a two in the chat if you email your list every day. Put a two in the chat if you email your list every day. So most people. Even if even if, even if we say it once a week, most people don't email their list with any level of frequency. Thanks. Right? But they'll go to a Monray or me or Dave and be like, I need more leads. Mm -hmm. 
And it's like, well, you got leads, you're not communicating with them. And then yeah. sometimes people say, well, I feel like that's going to be too much. I feel like it's going to be spammy, mm. right? So I ask them, I say, okay, and I use the ladies, for example. I say, ladies, let's say you're out in the mall and a brother walk up on you. You're looking good, smelling good. He hitting all the check marks, right? Yeah. And you give him your, fo- and you give him your phone number. And then you don't hear from the brother for a week later, two mm. weeks later. Mm. Like, how you going to feel? You're going to be like, uh, you ain't going to be with it. Right, right. right. But imagine if he check on you later on. Yeah. And then the next day he just touched bases. He ain't trying to close the deal or nothing yet. He just nurturing. <laughs> you know what I mean? He just like right. checking in. Yeah. So that's, that's cultivation. You cultivate. So with your email list, you're cultivating them because they've given you permission to market to them. When somebody give you their name, email, and phone number, they've given you permission to market to them. Yes. So now you cultivate. And when you do this captivation, this capturing, and this cultivate, eventually they close. Yes. And then you don't close, you don't have to close them. They close themselves. Mm-hmm. And this is so important because at any time, probably about two to three percent of the market is like ready to buy right now. But a lot of times people aren't doing this stuff. Yeah. And then they're missing out on this other 97% because they like. Well, these people ain't serious. Right. And it's like, no, nah, it's not that they're not serious. <laughs> they just not ready yet. Yeah. So you got to be in front of them with your content, with your podcasts, uh, with your IG reels, with your stories, with yeah. your live streams, with your emails, with your texts, with your events, all that to be cultivating. And when you do that, oh, now when you close somebody, now you can use that for testimonials to use into captivation, which leads more into capture, which mm. leads more to cultivate. And then his wheel just continues to spin. Come on, flywheel. Period. Let's go. Y'all gotta stop playing with him. <laughs> Man. Yo, somebody uh, just asked an interest, interesting question, too. Uh, I saw it come through. They said, uh, can you ask Marquel what are the key components to creating a framework? What are the key components to creating a framework? <laughs> so what's the key components to creating a framework? That's a great question. I don't think I've never been asked it. I don't even think you can. Uh, we got to fix that. I don't uh, think cameras. you create. Reese. I think it comes yeah. based on your system. Yeah. Like you got to do something a lot and get a, results a yep. lot. And then it's like, oh, this is how I can systemize it and make it simple. Yeah. Right. Like yep. a framework is nothing but simplifying the action that you already do. That's a that's yeah. great. There. But right. so you have to say that actually do, do the, it. Say that again. <laughs> you got to know that again. Work. You said a framework is simplifying the, the action that you already 100%. are 100%. Yeah. But the key is like, I think, so that's the key component. Yeah. Like doing a thing yeah. over and over and over again until you create a system for so it. So you can see the yep. the outliers. Like the framework really builds itself. That's true. Yeah. Because the cool name you put on it or whatever. Right. It's like that's just thing to help. But at the end of the day, yeah. like you said, the, the, that, that makes perfect sense. Right. So so the, like the, the things is all C's. That helps people remember it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But you still have to go through this process. And I guess you built it like. Hold on. First off, I captivate them with this this yep. content, or whatever. Yeah. Then I got to capture the content. Yeah, they're they're I have to capture them somehow. Yeah, but you got to be doing the thing. This this, this thing. goes through phases of experience because I'm mm-hmm. sure there's a way you were maybe you're creating content or whatever, or you're creating an offer and you're like, dang, this offer ain't really captivating. Mm-hmm. People ain't really feeling it like that. Mm-hmm. But then you're captivating people. It's like, okay, well, I don't got no way to. Get the information. Yep. And now, okay, I got all this information, but why aren't they buying? And you're like, oh, well, I'm starting to see over a period of time, I've been cultivating this audience. And these are the people that can actually close. But that that's why I'm I'm just so leery of uh, new coaches that 
like there it's new success and new is relative of course but yep. new success and now I'm a coach but the only problem is you haven't you've only been a coach in a hot season yeah mm. you know what I mean yep. bro I yeah. I didn't seen and y'all have too y'all yeah. seen the ups and downs of the economy yeah. y'all have seen changes in presidents you've seen yep. the world is yeah. afraid because something's going to happen. There's rumors of war and there's yep. all this stuff yeah. going on. Yep. And we've also been through the winter, spring. Yep. It's hot outside. People on vacation. They ain't worried about no coach and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's cold outside. New Year's coming. This is how we operate in New Year. Yeah. But you can't get none of that nope. until you've been in you the game do it. for That's it. why I would, the best business coaches or aren't the ones who like win all the time. It's like the ones that took some L's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you don't, if they haven't ever taken an L, you don't know what to do when it doesn't work. So mm-hmm. like, that's when coaching really happens. It's like when the thing that you asked them to go do mm. doesn't work the way we wanted it to work. Now what? And if you don't have the skills, cause you've been there, done that, you don't know how to analyze the data. You don't know none of that. It's like, now you like, well, it usually works. Yeah. Yeah. And y'all better really be careful what y'all ask God for. Cause if this is what you truly call for, he gonna make you take them L's mm-hmm. so you can feel it when your client get it. You well, know what I mean? Like it's it's different. It's, it's true. different. It's so true. Oh my God. It's so true. Uh, I wanna so be true. selfish for a minute. Okay. okay. And I wanna I wanna get your brains on this thing. Uh we got podcast summit coming up. Yeah. We got podcast summit coming up next year. Last year, it, well, this this past podcast summit, it was incredible. And we're fighting a fight because there are other podcast events. And literally, this is no exaggeration, 2% of the people in these events look like me. 100%. And one of them, I walked around, I'm like, bro, this information is just so light. I'm not enjoying myself. It's not, we push community in ours. So last year was amazing. Um, but this year we're looking to double the numbers. So if you all were on my marketing team, I need to know. First, I'm gonna start with my Ray because she always got a, a a campaign for something, a creative campaign. All right, bro, you gotta wrap your Tesla like yeah. a microphone. Yeah, and you gotta jump out of the car. And then- <laughs> That's it. That's it right there. So, 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 so talk to me. You are on my marketing team. Yes. Give me my give me my consultation. Okay, I unpaid you your bread. Okay. Okay. How much money we got, baby? How much money we spending? Okay. Well, I I, I change your services. That's my first question because I go. Let's let's talk about why you're asking that question. Okay. Well, why I ask that question is because I could go off the rails. Like I (laughs) can. I can do a lot, right? But don't get me me there. You need a helicopter. Yeah. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> it's time. We need to buy a whole jet. I'm going to tell us how we work it out. But first is you need to know how much money you can spend and what the end result is. I think that we should look at what went right last year to mm-hmm. get the people there. Yep. So was it some type of launch? Was it some type of event? What, what happened? So we can at least meet the numbers we met last year yeah. and to attract the new people what was the results that these people walked away with right okay so well, like no there's a coaching there's a coaching session okay so is slow down <laughs> this is not hypothetical oh right. he like this okay, is listen break, break show me the camera listen <laughs> guys listen i'm taking a moment to be selfish 
Hopefully y'all get something from it, okay? You might be wanting to do an event too, but this is my time, okay? okay? okay this okay. is my time. Okay, so last year. Last year, yes, David. Last year, I got a start late. Okay. I started late. Um, I do like, I think one thing we do well is it's not, it's not speaker driven, it's information driven. Mm-hmm. So I'm not the person saying, hey, come because this group of people's coming. I'm not good at like selling yeah. people, the people, yeah. right? I want you to come for the information. So it doesn't matter who's there. Right. I'm telling you, these are going to be the outcomes. So I want right. to, I did that. Um, but people did want to know who the speakers were. So I did that a little late. Mm-hmm. We had about 750 people there. Okay. We did it in Miami. I can't do Saturdays cause I'm in church on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So in the only day I wanted to do Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. But we did Sunday and Monday. Okay. Which. Was that a hang up for people? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because people got jobs. People got jobs. Okay. So Thursday and Friday for sure this year. Um, The experience was incredible. And I'm not saying it because of me. It's just that's what everyone else said. They're like, yo, I I connected with people. We had like little booths, little podcast booths Mm -hmm. where you can go in there and shoot a podcast with some other people that's going to be there. And I, I invited y'all, okay? And I told y'all to come. Did you come? No, nah, it was last minute. I, I didn't know it was last minute. You know, I promoted it, though. I got, I yeah, oh, yeah, uh, 100%. Yeah, it, yeah. it, was last, it was last minute. That's why I was about so to ask you, when is the date for the next thing. one? When is the date for the next one? I don't know, right. Mark. Well, okay. Oh, last you have no minute. date yet? Well, it's going to be July. I'm looking okay. at a Thursday and Friday in July. Okay. okay. Should it be around July 4th? I don't know, but oh, I don't really mind yeah. either way. But a Thursday, Friday, July, because we did Sunday Money last year. Okay. Um, I got late on different podcasts. Mm-hmm. I was on that train really late. Uh, there are podcast magazines that I could do advertising on. I got okay. on that really last minute. And do you I, feel like you have enough people in your community or your communities that you can touch to get your numbers? Well, I would say... People, yes, but this is a very niche event. You have to want to do a podcast yeah. or have a podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, there's, they've proven a model where there's thousands of people that want to start a podcast and have podcasts and stuff like that. Right. So I, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But me personally, I don't know if I have enough I don't, I don't know if I have 2,000 people mm-hmm. that are in podcasting or interested in podcasting I don't know. I don't even know the right answer to that, because I want to say yes and I want to say maybe. No, you could jump in, my quiz. So the question, the question you asked was, um, the last question you asked was, is do you have enough people in your community to get the number? Community or yes. adjacent communities? Yes, a hundred percent. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So yeah, there's no sure. need for like super super cold traffic, is right. what I'm saying. So if you start now, then one, you ahead of the game of last year, right? Yeah, for sure. I think one thing that you did very well with um the podcast summit last year, just from a marketer's perspective, was straight visibility. Like there was no way I could say I didn't know about the event. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, that right. makes sense, right? Right, right, right? So I think that if you do that from and it depends on what other launches you have going on. But mm-hmm. if you do that from January to July, there's no way you can't reach your numbers. Like, especially if you are in front of other people's communities um, that you know. Yeah, for sure. Gotcha. So everything needs to be kicked off and selling by January. For sure. Yeah. You know what? One thing is my hang up. I always, I buy last minute. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So but I'll be you thinking, not, you not the masses. So far out, yeah. Like, there's an event next week in Atlanta, and I still <laughs> get the ticket. But I've been talking about it for a month. Yeah, right. Like I'm going. You but going? I ain't got my ticket. <laughs> <laughs> you going? So, um, yeah. So I don't know. So you're saying launch the tickets January mm-hmm. and be running that joint till July. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and you may have period depending on your launches. And I don't know how um, this will be a good thing to know, but what type of CEO you are, because based on that, it depends on how you plan. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're not really a planner. You a filler. Right. Like, I feel like we should be talking about this now. Then we should probably plan and lay it out on paper. Right. Yeah. Because you can know like what weeks and what duration of weeks that you can really talk about podcast summit and what we should be talking about more than meetup or what when we should be talking about this based on the six months, because you may not can spend six dedicated months only talking about this summit because it may not be profitable enough that's true okay all right come on give me some more man i I (laughs) gave you twenty thousand. no i didn't i mean that's 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 good that's good what are you is there an offer at david um another challenge that i always have okay that i don't create the offer until the event got it because i'm thinking about like where i am in my life what i can Mm. what i can give without killing myself but being immensely valuable for people. Yeah. So I think, so I think in terms of strategy, and it kind of speaks to something my race said earlier, I think, cause I always say like the goal determines the strategy, right? So it's like, the is, goal yes. determines the strategy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So is this an event for overall community building and just visibility, but not necessarily need to generate revenue from I it? I need to generate money. On the on the so ticket sales, offer. yeah. On the ticket sales, I don't care. Or on the back end, I, I would love, I would love for this year because last year wasn't. I would love for this to be profitable on the front end. Mm. Okay, got it. How profitable? Yeah, I mean, I just don't want to lose. So I would like it to be more. Well, break even is not losing, right? But it, yes, it, it, it is. but it's, it still yeah. is though energetically. So it's yeah. like yeah. so it's like if you say okay, I make fifty thousand on the front end. From ticket sales, mm-hmm. like, is that okay? ROE, return on the energy, and ROI that you put in to do this, or if you're like, hey, I'm okay just making this, or I'm okay just breaking even because I know on the back end, gotcha, the numbers gonna work. All right, so let's talk about how this event can be profitable on the front end. So that I, the- I wanted to be highly pro. I, I want to make okay. We live, right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Good. Okay. Forgot I'm on a I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> Got and it. And it did. Let's say I want to make, I want to profit 150000 On the front okay. end. On the front end. So the question is, my question would be, where did you get that you needed to sell 2,000 people? Yep. Like it was a feeling thing. Like you just wanted to come out and see more people. Well, uh, it's it's two part. Okay. One, um, the more tickets we sell, the more money we'll make, kinda, unless you're gonna challenge that. Yeah, because you the more tickets you sell, the more you gotta buy. The more the bigger the spaces get, the bigger the expenses get. Yes. Mm-hmm. But when we have an offer, it's more people that will buy. Okay. But also potentially. But yes, also potentially. I I want to be the biggest event in the space. Gotcha. Period. Yeah. So most of them are a thousand people. Probably max two thousand, mm-hmm. and if I can bring out two thousand people that look like us, mm-hmm. we're killing all the other yep. 
conferences. So is that you know so I mean? so is the goal? Yeah. So is the goal? Thank you. You must stop me looking for some money. <laughs> so the goal. So so again. So it's like, what is priority? ROI financially, and then being the biggest in the space, or is it biggest in the space? Mm-hmm. Then this is some good coaching, y'all. Profitability. Yes. This is some good coach. These yeah. are the questions. Yes. Listen, if your coach is only telling you to post on Instagram, <laughs> you don't got the right. You got to post more, make some reels. Okay, right. you got the wrong coach. You got to okay. just go harder. You got to go harder. <laughs> you got to get your mindset right. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get your mindset right. Okay, so the question is, in order of importance, yep. is it profitability then being the biggest in the space? Yeah, yes. which or what's the priority? Or is it something else that's priority? No. The priority would be biggest in the space, mm. close second. Profitability. Profitability. So so yeah. this goes back to the very first question my Ray asked is how much money we got to spend. So, like, if you know, because have you already got, like, the, the building and stuff? You already know where you're going to do it? No. So, those numbers are going to be super important because that's mm-hmm. going to help you determine. Because a lot of times people just pull a ticket price out of the air. Yep. Yeah. And then when they pull this ticket price out of the air. At the end. At the end, yes. they ain't made no money because yep. they priced their tickets too low based on the overhead of how much it was going to cost to do the event. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you want to, let's say you want to double what you spend. Yep. So you would know, okay, I'm gonna spend a hundred thousand on this event. Yep. So if you like a hundred thousand divided by two thousand is whatever that number is, right? Um, and now you like, okay, well I'm gonna set my ticket price at this because I know right. I want to make this. But but again, sometimes people lose their shirt because they like, I'm gonna charge a hundred dollars for my tickets, and then gotcha. they they come in and the event they lose their shirt. And then they don't got no offer on the back end. Or they that hundred thousand was hypothetical. Right. Or that hundred thousand hypothetical. Looking at, there's a difference between I could charge somebody five hundred dollars for one person, right? Or I could charge two people a thousand dollars, right? Yep. Like whatever. Yep. Like, but you need to know you can make the same amount of money across the board. The ticket price can go up and go down, whatever. Yep. Because if you're trying to be if the first priority is the biggest in the space, yeah. we need people. Yeah. So yeah. we need a lot of people. The price got to be lower. Yeah. If the price got to be lower, that means we need to have a building that can support all of these people, yeah. but it can't be that expensive. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, cause that's your, your cost going to come from the space and it's going to come from your AV. Right. Yeah. And so I know like, with most CEOs, they are creative, so they don't want to spend a lot of time talking about the details, yep. the yep. planning. But I spend more time planning than doing so mm-hmm. that I can make sure when I do, I only got to do once. Yep. Got it. Okay. So I want to have 2,000 people. Okay. And my budget is 250000 Okay. Okay. So for the entire event? For the entire event. Ads, promotion, um, venue... Because the venue typically isn't the venue itself isn't the biggest expense often. You know what I mean? It's the A V and all the stuff that the hotel gonna add. Oh to for it. sure. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, all, yeah. It's no, all that plus, stuff. Plus. And then, and yeah, then yeah. the build out, then the lights, then production, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. So do you how much you spend on yours? We probably spent like around like one fifty. One fifty? Which is way more than because it's like all the other stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you spend on ads. Did you uh, run ads? Yeah, we probably spent like fifteen grand or something like that on that. We ain't spent oh, total. Yeah, yeah, we ain't spent a ton on that. So. Oh, but yeah. okay. But it was like it's all the other stuff, right? right. It's the, the AV, the, it's, the, AV, it's the hotel, the, this, the plus that. plus, the, it's the plus plus, for the it's the team, yeah, yeah. for it's, sure. It's, it's all that other stuff, right? Got it. Okay, so I'm telling you, coaches, 
I my budget two hundred fifty thousand, including your fee. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let's let's put that in there. Okay, <laughs> including your fee. Stop me up. So and I want to have two thousand people. What's, what's next? Yep, it it's is. gonna cost me one twenty five a, a person. person. Yep. Yeah, got it. Okay, so you and know I you... just say three seventy five because mm-hmm. somebody gonna come to the day to you the day of and be like, "Hey, David, we need an extra cord, five thousand yep. dollars." Like it's always extra money that got to be spent. Uh, but now you saying well, you said well, I want to so, so three seventy five. Yeah. My my in my mind, I want to spend two hundred thousand. But I'm okay. saying two fifty. I'm accounting for the oops. Okay, okay. I've, I've been in the space for yeah. mad long. Okay, so. I want to spend two hundred fifty thousand. Okay. Total. Yeah. Two thousand people. Okay. What should I allocate to maybe ads? So the two fifty don't include ads. Yeah. Include okay. Ads. Okay. Got you it. said everything. Everything. Okay, every, everything. Okay. Got everything. It. Hotel. And for those that are listening, Ubers. when you start doing events, it when I when you hear a two hundred fifty thousand dollar budget, I'm not coming out of two hundred fifty thousand dollars myself. So I might have to. Pay for the web design. I had to pay for, yeah. you know, some some ads. I have yeah. to pay you should for. Find yourself. Yeah, a lot of it. So yeah. and the, yeah. the the front end, I have to put the deposit out on the venue, stuff like yeah. that. But most of that is going to come from ticket sales. So I don't yeah. have to come out of pocket two hundred fifty thousand. Do you have any attrition when it comes to your morning meetup? Like, do they get free tickets or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morning meetup, they get super love. I think we launched fifty dollars tickets or. So you so gotta account for that. You gotta account for all that. Yeah. How many? So like, how many do you want to come from the morning meetup? How many do you want to come from ads? Right. Majority from ads like and how many? just people knowing. If if I had to say ads, I, w- I would love for fifty percent to come from ads. So a thousand. Another twenty yeah. percent coming from morning meetup and thirty percent just an organic push. Okay. From you know we do podcasts yeah. we do podcasts we do uh, you know collaborative you know do stuff you like have, that. Um, addresses? Do you have people's addresses? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Why is that a good question? It's direct mail, right? Yeah, we do direct mail. Word. You don't do direct mail. Who does direct mail? We do direct we do. mail. <laughs> Market us. Yeah, <laughs> it works. Yes. yes. Ain't nobody there. Exactly. Even if you look at the biggest companies in the world, they do direct mail. Yep. Here's what we know. Here's what here's what we know. Here's what we know. Everybody doesn't check their email. Mm-hmm. Everybody checks their mail. Yeah. But you know, you well, well, I guess you see you'll it, see it if the flyers don't. It depends know. on what's there. When you Ooh. open it, you're like, oh, what's this? But that and then think about it like this, right? Yo, that flyer may have cost you six to ten cents yep. to send it, right? Very true. So you're already paying probably two, three, four, five dollars per person with ads. Yep. Why not test this out? Why not That's test true. the market out? Yep. So do I have to? Is this like the same like a stamp? Because a stamp is what? How much is a stamp now? Sixty something cent, or they they price flyers differently? Huh? Yeah, if you buy them in bulk, it's a little bit different. Yeah. Like if you buy ten thousand in one time, they give you a, a mm-hmm. better rate. Or if you buy that 5, makes sense because if 2, it's a really sexy flyer, yep. and I guess can I buy? Can I buy addresses? I mean, you can, but you probably you got. Well, you well, probably you, already got. Well, them. you definitely can, but you got access to tons of addresses. I don't have access to tons of addresses. Where would they be? At? You got econ. What happened to your addresses from your your shirts and stuff? Okay, I got though. I mean, we don't have. Your morning meetup. You got morning meetup. Morning meetup. You got all their details. You anybody who's ever, anybody who's ever bought something, anybody who's ever bought something from you, you most likely got their address. Address, yeah. But they put their address in for billing, though, no. You pop, so most order forms has shipping address and billing. Mm-hmm. In Stripe, they got it. 
You should depend on how you set your order form up. Right. Depend on how you depends even on what details you, you take. Even if you don't, you could do an address uh collection campaign, right? Yep. Where it, you can make it if you want to make it cute. It could be like the golden ticket. I'm gonna send y'all something, mm-hmm. and then maybe you send ten people something special, a free ticket to the uh, event, yep. right? Mm-hmm. But then you're getting them just like a wait list. You're getting them to give you their address so they can get whatever you give them in the mail. One hundred percent. Oh wow! So it's always the way. One hundred percent. This is good. Yeah, one hundred percent. Hey, listen, man. Okay. If y'all get some value from this, I need y'all to throw some flames in the chat. Um, hey, do me a favor, throw some super chats because this joint getting expensive. Okay, no. <laughs> we gonna need them super on, chats on the ad front, right? So, so it goes back to like um, how much you want to make on each ticket. Yeah. So let's just say, for example, if you say. So let's say 125 acquisition on the ads front gets you a new buyer because you know that's your break even. Say that one more time. So if you say, okay, I spent 125 to get a ticket. Yes. Because that's that's your break even. But it's like, okay, how much are you willing to spend to get a customer from the ads? How much am I willing to spend to get a customer from the ads? Yep. So the event is already costing me $125 per person. Per person. But I shouldn't spend more than one twenty five. Yeah, if you don't, if if it, if definitely, if it matters that you break even on the front end. I don't want to break even on the front end. No, I mean, you want to make money. Yeah. How much you want to make? Like, I want to make one hundred fifty thousand. Off the hundred. I want to make. Well, you want to make one hundred fifty thousand total. Got it. Total. So let's yeah. just let's just say, let's just say for simple math. Let's just say let's say you was like, hey, the max I want to spend to get a customer from ads is seventy five dollars. Yeah. Let's just throw that number out. Okay. So that means you make 50 on each one, so to speak, right? Probably a little bit more because you probably, I'm not, you do different options as well because yeah. you do like VIP and for sure, like for sure. So all those things come into account, right? So I think it's going to be about knowing those economics. So like if you say, okay, I'm going to spend 50. Based on the math, he can spend no more than $75 to acquire a customer. Right. You get what I'm saying? So because oh. you want to be profitable. So if you like, I want to get a thousand of those at $75. You like I'm gonna, I need to spend seventy five thousand dollars on ads. Give me the math that you you got. So you oh, spend- because it because if I'm profitable by fifty dollars per person times two thousand mm-hmm. would yield me. Oh, yeah. The people who take VIP and stuff that's just gravy, right? But we just basing it based on the base break even ticket, right. one twenty five mm. per person. This because is, like you're gonna charge more than one twenty five per person, right? Because one twenty five is your break even. And then if you spend seventy five on ads, then two hundred is your break even. Yeah. So then charge three hundred three fifty for the ticket yeah. or more. Got it. Okay. So how do y'all feel about sales? Uh, like yeah, like discount it. But you know, in your mind, yeah. if you go anything under them fifty dollars tickets, you giving them more to meet up. You yeah. eating that? Hey, more to meet up. I love y'all. Okay, <laughs> y'all gonna get at least at cost. It gotta okay? be two hundred. Yeah, at least. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. All right. This is good. So mail out, mail outs. Yeah, for sure. You're saying doing you would you would go on a mail out campaign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's and not like a one, for tip, yeah, one and we typically do it depends and on how what do you do. know? Huh? How do you know that that worked? So the know? way we do it is like we have like a whole different so we pretty much a duplicate the funnel that we're using. So now we know exactly the traffic. They the traffic from. that we're getting from this. So they'll still be going to XYZ, but it'll be the same site, but it'll just be a different one. So now we know all sales that came from this direct mail campaign. But you can't make the same site. Why not? Yeah, you you just duplicate it. Whoever your, you whoever your web builder is, all they're doing is duplicating this right. entire Okay, phone. so let's say 
it's xyz.com is the name of the event. Yep. If you have xyz.com on the mail out. But you wouldn't put the website. You would put a QR code or something. So when they scan it, it goes to whatever. Oh, or you can even, you could make it a different website, right? Yeah. Yeah, if you want. And then you know everything that came from that website. And it might, back end, it might be the same. Yep. But front end, it's just, okay. Yep. Hmm. God, y'all, really, y'all. And you don't want to do like a one-off. So typically, I don't know how y'all do y'all. We yeah. typically do, sometimes we may do um, how we get closer than you want for the frequency. But yeah. just base level, you never want to, you want to do it at least in threes. So you may send out one campaign this week. Then the next week, it's another campaign. Yep. And another week, it's another campaign. And you think about it, it's the same thing as what you think about, the way you think about emails, the yep. way you think. It's just another avenue. 100%. And so what we do, we do the same thing. We segment. And then the closer, if they start engaging, even the first few, I'm not talking about the actual event. I'm talking about the launch. Yep. So if I'm doing a launch event, a webinar, a live, whatever, to launch these tickets, I'm just driving traffic to that. And then I'm going to retarget you and sell you on the offer. That yep. you just heard on the launch. For sure. Got it. And let me ask you this: how many how many tickets y'all sold at the last one for this year? Uh, seven fifty. So you already sold seven fifty? No. How many? Hold on. I'm saying, how many did you sell? How many tickets did you pre-sell for this year? I didn't. Oh my god. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, that Why is crazy. Why they was on that so, high? Bro, I'm they talking to be like that in front of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Oh my god." So y'all did y'all even offer pre-sale tickets? Or no. Let's go to another question, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. Here's a deeper question because you're my brother. Who are you the brains around all this or do you got somebody else who's kind of yes. taking the lead on some of this stuff? I am. Yeah, so that's I have an event manager who's all, who also thinks marketing. I'm talking, so he I'm talking about in the market and stuff. Like who can really, because like you doing a lot on a day-to-day. So I mm-hmm. can understand why you get, sometimes you do stuff late because you got a lot of plates you're spending. Mm-hmm. So it's like on the event side, somebody else should be taking the lead on a lot of different stuff. You shouldn't have to think through all of this. On the marketing. None of this stuff. Like you should, you can add your say, but it'd be very important to like have somebody else who can like, so like this stuff he we share. He just hired me. Huh? He just hired me. There you go, right there. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> With that fictional bread. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's, we'll it's, talk about it. We'll yeah. talk about so it. So it's, impo- it's important to like have that. So it's like, cause you don't want to be the talent and you yeah. showing up. You can't And you running the whole thing yeah. trying to fill seats. And doing conversions on the back, it's like mm-hmm. it got to be a whole team. Even effort. as both of us are the marketers, we can't be the brain behind our own events. Like yep. I can contribute, but like I'm the talent too. Yep. Yeah. Like I have to think about kissing babies and showing up and smiling yep. and being happy. Like I can't think mm-hmm. about like why this person didn't buy and what's happening and what's going yep. on. So you you need somebody. Yeah. Even on the enrollment side, you got to bring somebody in yeah. who runs the enrollment. Yeah. So it's like you ain't even thinking about that type of stuff. So like even with our event. As we got closer, because we had ended up doing something with somebody else, but the numbers weren't making sense registration-wise, and the whole partnership initially was to drive ticket sales. And it was like, by the time we got to a certain point, I was like, man, this is the same numbers we would have hit on our own. So we ended up parting ways on the partnership. So that meant already I was way too involved on the marketing stuff anyway. I was like, number one, I wasn't going to be this involved on the marketing. I had to because the numbers weren't going the way they wanted to. So then that it leading up to the event, I was exhausted, kinda, because I was doing that. Mm-hmm. And then I still had the day-to-day stuff that I'm involved in as a CEO. So it's those things. So at the level you are, that shouldn't be the case for you. We gotta look at like how do we offload some of the and stuff off day. If you play. know that the offer isn't your thing, you should have your team being able to pull up and say, Okay, David, here's the three options. Which one you wanna offer? 
Yeah. Which one you feeling in the crowd that you feel like they need, right? Yeah. Like they should have our. They're going to think about that on the back end weeks in advance. Yeah. But and they're going to have the landing pages ready to go. They're going to be able to press every play on whatever one you said. But they know they should know you intimately enough to know that you're not in the space to think about that. Yep, got it. Okay. The point. All right, man. This all right. I, I think I think I, okay. I think y'all closed me. <laughs> <laughs> I, got close, I got close. Hey, can we, 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 yeah, 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 for sure. We need, we need to wrap this. Um, can we get one more call? Do we have another call in? Is is there anything in this conversation that we haven't discussed? Let me say this last thing. So all those, so so the people who came to the event last year, you definitely got all their mail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, do I? On the order form, you should be getting all the details. If you didn't, so look, you probably got all those details though. If they're giving you card and all that, you most likely got. All that detail. Yeah. The other thing, I know you text all that, and also, do you got somebody who can like hit the phones? It wasn't in quick one. Do you got somebody who can hit the phones? Wix. I'm saying you don't even say that out loud. This year, no, 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 no. I use not what it was. Entreport. Entreport. Oh, okay, Maya uses Entreport. Yeah, I'm using a high level right now though. Okay. Okay. okay hold on. You asked me a question, but I need to. First off, I'm an executor, so I'm actually yeah. asking, did we collect, because it was an entrepreneur, and I'm not yeah. sure what it, uh, did we collect addresses yeah. last year for okay. the summit? Okay. All right. Um, phone numbers. Yeah, phone numbers. I'm pretty. I'm positive we got phone yeah. numbers. I know we got emails, phone numbers. Because even if we have to run a address campaign, where it's like, okay, for at least the next two weeks, we're collecting addresses within census. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We could do that, but yep. you just got to know where we starting it. Yep, got it. Okay. All right. So what's the question you asked? Phone number. So like selling tickets, like having somebody who can like hit the phones to sell tickets for the event. Hit the phones. Because yep. one way you could have murdered it, like if we would have if we would have had this conversation beforehand. Like a Black Friday campaign that would have killed it for you is tickets for the next yeah. summer. Mm. I'm just really sad he did not sell tickets at the last conference. Yeah. Because in my, I know I'm going to do it, but I don't have the details. So and so wanted the details. It's like I need the date, the venue. The nah, you could have sold the tickets without. But all I, that. I, I you knew we were going to be in could, Atlanta for sure. You could have been like, "Hey, it's going to be in Atlanta around July. I don't really got all the details. However, when I, by the time I do get all the details, the these tickets going to be up. twice the price. Yeah. So at least lock in your spot now. Mm. Dang. That's yeah. Good. And then you'd be like, worst case scenario, if that conflicts with something you got going on, then we'll figure that out. But like, lock in now if y'all want this experience times ten next year. Gotcha. Explain the. Uh, the person taking the calls. You do that? Mm-hmm. Explain that and how I look for that person. You want, you want, you, you go ahead. Yeah, so we have people, you saying, are you, what do you, what's the question? What do you, so it, just explain what they're doing and how someone gets to call us. So no, they should be calling them. Yeah. So your call, your closer or whatever you want to call them, um, they should be calling a list and nurturing them. So yeah. you at high level, so they literally can have a funnel of people they can be called outbound sales for the tickets yeah hey david told me they don't have to close them the first call they can just call them say hey you was at the conference last year tell me how it was girl was like they need to put them back in the mind space like it was lit i met my best friend like oh girl you know we got the conference coming up in july how how much much you pay somebody for that it depends so you can do you can do a base um plus commission Mm mm-hmm or depending Based on the person, it might just be a killer and you can go straight commission. Commission, yeah. But if you hire commission, straight commission, I hire like 10. Hire. 
Yeah, I hire a lot because they fall off. Oh yeah, for sure, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Everybody Why? ain't no hustler. Because they don't. Because like po- most people can't eat what they kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, and again, it boils down to the numbers. So we got to know your numbers so yep. you know what commission you can stand to pay them. But you know, you can do maybe you use that seventy five dollar number that you're yeah. gonna do with ads. Yep. Mm. So mm-hmm. I can pay you up to seventy five dollars per ticket. You per gross. ticket, right? Gotcha. Okay. Huh? Okay. One hundred percent. That's oh good. man! Um, all right, this was this this was you're good. Golly, you get that sauce, <laughs> right? Hey, listen, we gotta do a marketing segment every month or something like oh, that. 100%, 100%. This is good. Yeah. So, um, yo, shout shouts out to everybody that got uh, super chats, man. We pin jaws. Shouts out to everybody that joined the membership. I'll be talking to you all throughout the week um, in our community. So, YouTube actually has a community, and we're building that out. Yes, sir. Let me say this: it ain't the la- it ain't too late. To do a Cyber Monday mm-hmm. for podcast summit tickets. You got a landing page already. Oh. Well, it was an mm. entrepreneur, but oh. Monday, Cyber Monday, today Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got time. If I got the team to do it, you got the team. I don't. Why? Why not? I don't. Well, oh, you're off. David Shans, right? Bro. Can I get? Sometimes a, I gotta remind you who you are, bro. Website belt. <laughs> why do you have to? Why you can't just have a checkout page? That's it. All you need like is they know page? what the summit is. Checkout page. That's it. Go get we the know, ticket. This ain't nothing new. Post the video from last year. Y'all coming to this? That's no. it. Something Why mo- you like need all mo- of this? morning meetup. Hey, you listen, y'all. Get your ticket now. Yeah. Um, uh, Instagram. Everybody. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Have a little checkout page. That's, That's it. it. That's I mean, it, bro. I need to have a little pe- checkout you can, page. You can, you, you, <laughs> can, you can easily, you can easily sell a few hundred tickets on Monday. Right. From the people that From, already, especially the people that already experienced it. Yeah. And who hmm. didn't experience it, who no, who missed it, now they got eight months, especially for those planners. Mm-hmm. Now they got eight months to prepare for it. Yeah. You already introduced it. Yeah. But you can drop that Monday. I can drop that Monday. Mm-hmm. I cannot <laughs> stand. Uh, Yo, yeah, could you make a, a page for me? Absolutely. You, you can make a go high level? Huh? Right. He can help you. He can do all of it. That's I'm saying you could do it? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. How much? First off, I'll I be, I be wanting to know. Keep each other paid for weeks. A percentage, a percentage of, the, of the whole conference? <laughs> for a checkout page? That's 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 deep. Blow that's deep. Steve, that's deep. Yeah. Yeah. Just go, look, just go in there and make your stripe lean, baby. Like, don't even worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, gentlemen, my man said I need They've a piece around. of the whole joint. I get this website. Yeah, it's just a, it's just like an order form. Yes, bro. I be I look, bro. I be having to remind you who you are, bro. You're David Shans. Like that speaks for itself. You know, you know what my my problem is sometimes in my head. I'm thinking of all the things that need to be handled and okay, the copy and all that kind of stuff. And I know a lot of people doing a whole bunch of chat GBT copies and they're terrible, but I'm, I'm thinking like all the, well, it's not, it don't, I guess it don't have to be a lot. Nah, Do you, you know what a check, like what you know the check out pages, the right? pages, like name, like they just filling it out and checking out on the side. They got the logo. This is what it is. Like a little dot, dot, dot. And that's it. Like, I'm saying, Nothing did, crazy. Did y'all burn down the page from last year? No. Yeah, I'm pretty it's sure y'all place. got that. Let me, see, let me see what's on the page yeah. actually right now. We we send them directly to the order because I'm sure they probably clicked on a button to go to a certain page to like check out. Like yeah. you already got that. Unless you like deactivated the account or something. 
Yo, all right, so hold on real quick. Let me let me let me get my <laughs> like you I'm gonna get my guy in Marshall real quick and see if he can make a page real quick. Hey, I'll listen, are y'all listening? For those that are listening, they forgot we was. Are y'all yeah, gonna he been a cop? <laughs> <laughs> like, I got stuff to do. I gotta I'm, go. No, I'm calling right now. I'm calling to see if he can knock out his page real quick. <laughs> hey, if I have it up for those that went to podcast summit last year or missed it and really want to learn how to like really start grow and scale your podcast or scale your business through the power of podcasting. Will you meet me in Atlanta for a Cyber Monday deal? I'm calling my web designer. Who we pick up? Ooh, is, is it 574 people in here? Is that what that number is? Nah, it ain't 570. It's 200, though. Yeah, so it's like, bro, you don't got no problem. Drive one's in the chat if you come into the podcast. Drive one. Listen, if I get this joint up by Monday, <laughs> drop a one in the chat. That's easy. I really want to. I'm going to blow them up real quick. That's I need easy. to know. I really Cause want to. Because all, all you have to do is just flip it to... Website. Pull up the page you did have. Oh, hold on. Can you pull that up? Oh, yeah, yeah, right now. Hey, Fox, what up? What's going on, my brother? I'm good, man. Listen, you are live on the Social Proof Podcast. What's up, bro? Oh, wow. Yeah, so this is Marshall Fox. <laughs> What's good? He did, yo, Marshall. first off, you know Marshall? Yeah, Marshall, yeah, I do. I'm, I'm here on Markwell in my rags. So I need a favor, bro. What's good? So I need a, I need like a landing page for Podcast Summit. I want to sell some pre-sale tickets. Okay, hold on. But I want to do it. doing it wrong. What? It just sounds like a lot of work. I want you to change the page that you I, did last I'm, I'm, I'm year. I'm going to let my rate tell you. Hold on. <laughs> we just need you to change the page that you did last year to the new date. Can we do that? So we can do some pre-sale. I don't got the date We're not yet. a date well, It's going to be okay, July. Well, the new pre-sale location. Tickets. The new the location. location, July 2024 in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, in Atlanta for sure. Oh, you know I can do the graphics, but I didn't do the the landing page. Drew Drew's team did the landing page. Okay, but you can make a. I mean, you can make a page, and we just connect it to a stripe, and people can pay, right? Oh, for sure. Yep. So I we can. I, so I can have it up by Sunday. Uh, that may be a stretch, just because I got some Show stuff I gotta do. Now. You're live on the Social Group <laughs> Podcast, Marshall Fox. Bro, can you show me what you got already? Just the checkout page. Can, can you log in and show me what you got already? Podcast live about boundaries. Yeah, oh, that's a fact. <laughs> yo, really, yo, really, it ain't. Yes, it ain't got to be a whole lot. It could be, it could be like one page podcast summit 2024 pre-sale connect to a strike. We'll we'll make it happen. It ain't gonna be me. It's gonna be my guy Joe. But we'll make it happen. This is why I love Marshall <laughs> Fox, man. Hey, listen, y'all. What's what's your Instagram, Fox? It's Marshall Fox. I'm not acting, Marshall, but it's Marshall Fox. Marshall Fox. So Marshall Fox. He made the logo for the podcast summit. He does all my graphics. He made the morning meetup logo. He made the uh, what else you make? The Creators Clubhouse like, logo. Yeah, Creators Clubhouse. Yeah, Brain Pickers Podcast. It's uh, seven figure podcast. Course. He, he does all my um, graphics. So yeah. it, like actually what just popped up the uh the thumbnail for the podcast, Marshall Fox makes all my stuff. So make sure y'all hit him up the at nice watch. Marshall the you nice watch box. Come on, man. The list goes on. Hey, and tell him, man, Marshall ain't yeah. no Fiverr designer either. So don't call him with that left oh, hand. Yeah. <laughs> like talking about what you what they told you on Fiverr. Like oh, Marshall ain't that. that. Yeah, Marshall ain't that. He's proud to not be that. He said yeah. I he said if you want if you want the best, it ain't Bro. the cheapest. No, for sure, for sure. So, okay, so he said already one of them pages. Okay, this, say less page. So there's a page that's can, already built. Can your man go? Up, yeah. Can your man go edit this page? Yes. Right, and then change. Can um, 
right, look, cyber. We go. We go on we'll, Justin. We'll come up with the copy. The cyber Monday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fox, I you love you. Got to pay. This, this the page right here. And, and I will have that stuff to you today. I ain't gonna send it to you Sunday. And ask me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. I appreciate you, my brother. I bet. Yeah. I say less. Yeah. This the page right here, bro. Listen, man. You gotta. You gotta find some coaches that ain't gonna take your little excuses. So we go. We go here. We change. We put some up here. Like, hey. XYZ off, um, Cyber Monday deal, mm-hmm. um, Miami, it dates to be determined, remove the virtual passes option, obviously, adjust these prices to what you want them to be, and then- And then change, maybe, can we, you record a video before you leave? On yeah. Boom, record a video, edit right there. Hey, y'all, this is Cyber Monday deal. I don't, listen, you buying into this, I don't know the day shit, I don't, like, just be transparent with them, but yeah. you gonna get a price- yeah. Then nobody else is getting you, it. After Cyber Monday, this page is coming mm. down. You got, to record, you got to record it from last year? Yeah. So you made me like, hey, if you get this on the Cyber Monday deal, I'm going to give you the recordings from last year. Mm. Yeah. For free. For free. Did you sell the recordings last year? Ooh, yeah. For how much? Um, It might have been like 400, 300, something like that. Like, we, we sold the recordings last year for $400. By you getting your ticket today, I'm going to give you the recordings from last year. For free. Uh, for the cyber, only for the Cyber Monday deal. Mm. You this can even do one person that buys Cyber Monday, like if you go live on Cyber Monday, one person that buys Cyber Monday, bring them to the hot seat. Yep. I, I mean, I don't know if that's a reward. That was, <laughs> or another show. Another show. So <laughs> one, one thing we did do was um, leading up to it, I, like people who bought tickets, we were doing like, we did webinars too. Mm-hmm. And people that bought tickets leading up to it, uh, like, a, a, a winner would get like 15 minutes mm-hmm. on the pod. We talked mm-hmm. about, you know, why they bought the tickets to the podcast summit and they got a chance to get some exposure and stuff like that. So that yep. was cool. And that would be good. Cause even if you like in your mind, the objection is, I don't know the dates. I don't know when I'm gonna go. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You like me, at least I spent 400 to get on social proof. 100%. At minimum. Yep. The opportunity. That's a fact. Uh, how, much, how much is the morning meetup right now? Uh, 500 for the year. I, I think I'm, I'm cutting this, and I, maybe it's a good question to, for y'all too. I think I'm cutting the. It was ninety. It was seventy nine, but now it's like ninety seven a month. I don't even want to do a month monthly anymore because I want people to commit to rocking so, out with us for a year. Yeah, so so five hundred dollars for the year. That makes sense. Like good. It. That's cool. Right? You don't do a little ticket, right? I mean, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to launch a book though So that'll be considered Your low ticket. ticket Yeah Okay So what's the book gonna do Cause I know Me and Marquel What Tell me How much is the book Um So we haven't locked in on it But it's probably gonna sell it for like four four dollars $5 Yep Which means You ain't trying to get rich off this $5 Nah Client acquisition. Yep. Oh, let me throw it real quick. I, I'm, so I'm gonna I get wanna, y'all out of here. So, okay? so my, so my, so my, so my big hours. It's so my, time to go to lunch, David. No, for oh, sure. 100. At this point, that's a yeah. fact. That's a fact. So, 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 I mean, my biggest thing. One of the reasons I'm doing it because I want to help. My, my goal, my mission as a company is to help one million black service-based businesses add an extra one million dollars to their annual revenue. Mm. So that's a true. One more time, real soon. One million black service-based businesses mm. add an extra one million to their annual revenue. I call it the trillion dollar march. So that's a that's a trillion dollars that's added to the economy. Mm-hmm. So, and I basically had an encounter with God, so to speak, a couple of weeks ago. And it was like, I don't get there with our core offerings being at a premium at the prices they are now, right? 
they're good for certain people. Yeah. But it's like there's a ton of businesses who we could help, but they just can't see that at this point. Yeah. So it's like, how do we still serve them where they still got to pay something so they can commit to it? Right. Um, so we can actually help help more people. But I'm, I'm and I'm sure there's going to be an escalation, though. Yeah, for sure. There'd be other opportunities to like get a deeper experience. One hundred percent. Got it. So you would never just put out a book just to. $5 ebook. Just for the sake of it. No. no. <laughs> David is so funny. No. Oh I mean, that's why most authors are broke because they don't got yes. a business model to their book. They got Talk a book, but they don't have a business model. Books don't make you millions. No. Nah. You got to have a business model with your book. Yeah. Some books make you millions. Wh- who? It, who? I mean, who? Who is only an author? Yeah. Only. Yeah. That you know that made millions. Yeah. No yep. business. Not that somebody I know, or even outside you know who you know yeah. who didn't get who didn't get a big who didn't get <laughs> a big one. who didn't get a big like publishing deal that was multi million mm-hmm. dollars. So, but they already had a brand. If you exactly. got a publishing deal, you already had something. Yep. Can't think mm. of one. Hmm. Because there's always like a coaching program or something. One hundred percent attached to one hundred percent personal brand. Yep. Something. Tony, Robbie Kiyosaki, all his stuff. Like it's always something on the back end. The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind books, their whole model was feeding into an event. Mm. So it's like you got to have a, like you don't make much, you don't make that much money off books. Yeah, that's true. Like you get the notoriety, you feel good, but it's like well, you don't make no money off of it. Here's real. the thing. I think it could be kind of relative too, because when I, when I drop my book, not millions, right? But when I drop my book, I'm calculating this book cost me $4 a print. I sell it for $20, which is $16 profit. And in my mind, I'm like, yo, I just need to sell 30 books a week. You know what I mean? So get to what? What else? (laughs) Exactly. You're exhausted by that point. Selling your soul for the 30 months? Imagine when you add a coaching program that that book now leads to where you can actually help them implement what's in the book. But for the six-figure person, they having a twenty-dollar product. You just you got to sell what, bro? I'm gonna say or twenty-five dollars. I done said this before. Seven a day. Seven a day. Listen, bro. I done said this before, and I'm gonna say it again. And a lot of people feel this type of way. Entrepreneurship is too hard to only make six figures. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Come on, I'm gonna just tell you. Come on, Dale. Like it's part. Like, (laughs) listen, six figures a year as an entrepreneur is small business poverty. Yeah, because yeah. and you don't get the whole six figures. Dude, it's right. too much. It's too much work. It's too yeah. much work. It's too much work. I mean, and, and you're not and you're not making enough money to even bring in any real deal tax strategies to help you minimize your tax liability. So it's like you're gonna pay the maximum amount of taxes. Oh, say that again, real quick. You're not yeah. making any because, like, when you it's yeah, levels to like, at that time, I, just, I felt that. Yeah, because you he n- said. You can't even hire somebody to help you with the tax strategy. I Not no real it. deal. Cause I got some cats who can help you with some some really um unique tax strategies, but you gotta be at least a million before he ever have a conversation with you. Like it won't make sense other than that. You can't even implement this stuff. You ain't got you, enough money. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> that's just being real. Nah, yeah, that's a fact. I had to do a um I had to buy like some solar thing or something last year for like taxes. And it's always like you got to give them like two hundred thousand dollars, but the two hundred thousand helps save yeah like eight hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But they so, don't got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And it ain't like being funny or nothing. It's just what it is. That's why I be like, that's why I tell people like the business game really starts at a million mm-hmm. a year. That's when the game really begins. 
Because other than that, it's like at a hundred thousand, you can't even really hire a team for real. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So going for six figures is not worth it. No. I mean, I ain't saying it's not worth it. I think it's just a stepping stone to get you. Yeah, to where you need to be. I think it's still impressive. Five hundred thousand. I mean, a hundred thousand, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still impressive because, like, because, like, I I I read a stat the other day. It was twenty. It's twenty nine million businesses in the U.S. Twenty two million of them make less than a hundred thousand a year. Mm. So it's still something to be said. For getting to a hundred thousand, yeah, but like, don't get there and think like the sky's gonna part. Yeah, even at a million, the sky's don't part. The grass still green. It's still different levels to it, but it's like oh, if sure. you're really gonna right. build something, build something. Yeah, or you'd be better off going to find you a job where you make a hundred or keep that hundred thousand dollar your job where you can go there work and then go home. Right, and they give you all the money. You it don't cost saying? you. It don't cost you to get there. Yeah, yes. but so it's with like that biz- being said, that means authors cannot make seven figures. Yep. <laughs> Without, without a business model. Ah, yes. The author cannot make seven figures. With the book alone. With the book, the book alone. alone. Yes. See, this is why y'all really, y'all really have to start connecting with people who understand the game and have a different philosophy. Because I was, I was, I was fighting for my six figures on the listen. I I I went to war for y'all who got a $25 product and you about to just kill it. Cause that's what I and, and I do advise. That because that's how I started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get you know what I mean. Me too. Because you get to learn business and yeah. you get to, you know what I mean. Um, Dude, ten thousand a month used to be the holy grail. I used to be like, man, ten thousand a month. I was doing network marketing. with my mentors used to always say, if I make twenty thousand a month, that's a bad month for me. I used to be like, what? And you're thinking it's cap. Like, all right, now you. Just, I used to be like, oh flexible. my god, but it's like ten thousand a month. It's like it's it's impressive because it's like it's 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 still, but it's like you get there, you like, yeah. especially when taxes hit. Yeah, tax. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and especially for an entrepreneur because it always costs you to make the money. It's not yeah. like a job where they give you the money. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, yeah. Nah, that, that, that's real. <laughs> that's real. All right, so you guys as coaches, man, um, just let, let us know how, who's the right person to be coaching? So, and then kind of let them know like some of the offerings you got, but who's the right person to join you in coaching? Yeah, so if you are ready to create launches that really help you be addictive and get people to stop scrolling on social media, stop scrolling and understand how to implement marketing to your your business, you are the person that should be coached. Depending on um, where you at revenue-wise, we take you down two different offerings. So if you're under $10,000 a month, you go to School of Marketing. If you're over $10,000 a month, you should go to our Millionaire Mastermind. So right now... We actually have a $7 trial where you can go to my page at Marketing by My Ray and comment pink, that's P-Y-N-K, pink, P-Y-N-K, and get in for $7 for seven days. Got it. Uh, who's the people that should stay away from you? If you don't want to do no work, because everything I'm going to tell you is work. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Ain't no golden gems over here, baby. It is the, the, the secret is the work, right? Nice. I'm going to show you how to do the work and make it simple. But it's not gonna be easy. So if you're not in the place, you got you struggling, your dog just died, and all you got all these problems, we ain't ready yet. We ain't ready yet. <laughs> dog got all these problems. It's a fact. Yo, but the, they're so kind of like the person that like we well, Mark Mark Claw did that, that really stretched to really go after and get it. Because there's yeah. some people, they just need a little they they just need a little push. Yeah. And they're gonna be great. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's all they need. And if you are ready, if you're ready to be pushed, because we're going to hold you accountable and we actually going to kick you out if you're not doing the right thing. Right. 
I'm going to tell you, like, you can no longer be a part of the Millionaire Mob University because you're not a millionaire, period. Like, you don't want to mm. do this. Like, you say you want to do it, but you really don't want to do it. Shout out to Adrian in the chat. She said, I'm in a mob, period. <laughs> okay, so, mob's here. <laughs> hold on, dude, is the mob going to get a super chat? Did they do a super yeah, chat? Yeah, she said she's been dropping. Okay, okay. Dropping shout out chat. to the mob. The mob, man. It's Come on, five bucks. Let's go. Thank you. We appreciate you putting that seed in that ground. I, I appreciate y'all. Okay, Marquell. Yo, first off, you you had a little you had a little battle today. So I came at you, yeah. came at your neck, <laughs> and you handled it with grace. Did I? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's the question. Did I? <laughs> See about that. All right. So the type of people that you help. That was my first are. experience with that. That was that was interesting. That was your first experience with that something like that. Yeah, uh, I mean, I had like negative comments in the chat, but like. Live. You just jump on the live stream and be like, hey. <laughs> That's kind of wild. You feel me? Like, that was a little bit different. So I was like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was so bold. There's a lot bro. of ways I could have responded with that. Oh, man, so I didn't know. I didn't know how yeah. he was going to go. Like, but... okay, okay, got it. Um, when you saw it, what did you think? Like, were you stunned? Like, oh, what's up? I was like, am I dreaming? Like, am I, am, like, am, I, am I in a dream right now? Like, is this real? Like, is that a real comment? That'll like, a I, ain't, I ain't used to that. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't used to that. Oh my gosh! Okay, uh, so who are the pe- who are the people that really need to work with you? So basically, we our ideal for us is going to be if you're a service based business. Hold on, real quick. Okay, uh, another one. Let's see if it's did, another one. Did, yeah, hold on. Nah, <laughs> what? nah, because I'm looking at the joint. I think Alisa gave a hundred. Alisa gave a hundred on the super chats. I see it on my end. A hundred. Period. Period. Okay. Okay. Now I do got it. Now I really got to take for the lunch. Okay. <laughs> we got to do much. <laughs> anyway, Alisa, we going crazy. Alisa said she got six pages of notes. Like, Alisa, get sewing. This yes. why she makes money. Exactly. Yes. Like, people don't, people miss that. It's like, you can't teach that. Yeah. It's like, she gets sewing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sometimes people will sit on here three hours yep. and won't go put $10 on the super chat. That's going to go into empowering you, but you will sit here and take for three hours. Come on, man! And wonder why won't nobody give you no money? Oh, it's like you're, it's like, it's like you're in it. It's like you're in my club. Alisa finna close her clients today. Yeah, it's like oh, it's like you're, you're energetically like, off. It's good like ground. money, it's good ground. you're energetically off with money. That's why yeah. money ain't flowing your way. Oh, uh, because you're a taker. Oh, hundred percent. Listen, we bought. So we got the the members uh, program. And we're going to be bringing the members in like on the video so you can like see people. So we listen, just just sit tightly. So we're we going to have you on there. We, yeah. Yes. That that seed you sowing is going to grow so crazy. It's a Trust seed. me. Trust me. It's a seed. Okay. So let me ask you a question. So um, service-based businesses, coach, consultants, um, attorneys, if you want to get more clients, um, that's who we work with. So, bro, that's what we work with. So, if you want to get more clients, we typically show you how to leverage paid ads to attract your ideal clients. How do you get in front of them? How do you take them from stranger to becoming a client? Ooh, so, um, so yeah, that's what I we like work that. With. I like that. Dio, uh, what's up, man? Oh man, y'all you probably bought me a vibe board. We oh, was just talking about vibe boards. Did you give me a vibe board, bro? He got that two hundred dollar discount. Uh, <laughs> this mine. What is it? What is it? Another. Another package? Yeah. Alright, yo, what is what's it what is it? Oh, I don't know. Open it up, man. Yo, first off, <laughs> yeah, let me, uh, come on, yo, Santa Claus. Somebody got a um a knife or something. <clears throat> so, yo, first off, Neil he'll we go to his house for um events or whatever. Like he'll do like a just a random get together and he'll give away 
like three hundred dollars headphones or mics or something. This is, my, this is one of my rich friends right here. Period. Let me what is it? Though? Is this for me for real? This for you. Oh crap! Uh, sit down real quick, Neo. Because all right, I know we, What's I know up? we gotta go. It's, it's fragile. How's, how's y'all? How's y'all time? Y'all good? good. Y'all you good? Want? You good? With yeah, time? Okay. Because we we've been talking about uh, marketing today, man. We've been talking. We've been on here for three hours, though, Neo. Neo's in the building. You know what's crazy? I think um, I might have manifested this. Okay, so I said I wanted this show to be like Rap City, the basement meets Howard Stern, right? And you remember Rap City? It just be random people pulling up. So first off, how you know I was here? No, I, I just saw, seen live. No, so wait, just so I'm clear, when I saw you start this at twelve o'clock, I saw her do go live. This is the same show from yeah. three hours. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, y'all wild. <laughs> yeah, it's just, y'all doing y'all doing a lot. Then. Let me get a knife. Somebody, let me get a knife real quick. What are we doing? I'm sorry. Okay, I need some execution. How long does it take to get a knife? Thank you. I appreciate that. Um. So, yeah, same joint. Same joint. No, I didn't. No, I just happened to be going by the spot, and I forgot you had that. I was supposed to get that to you. You didn't come the other night. Oh, because I was in Orlando. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was wondering why you wasn't there. I'm like, yeah, that was. No, nah, I want. I wanted to be, man. Uh, my kids in Disney. Oh, oh I hope got... that's right too. Oh, oh, oh! Do y'all know what this is? You've been waiting for one of them. We need to get some behind <laughs> you know the scenes. What it is, though? Grab some behind the scenes of this. Do you know what this is? Just look from the. Yeah, I was about to say from the back. All right, pause it. Yeah, definitely put. Right. Wow, Comic Club Award. <laughs> but listen, this is not the little one. That's the big one. This is not the little one. Neo, oh my gosh. On, That's the big one. Yeah. When, when did we get it? Come on, brother. I don't know. Don't have it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just came in the mail. Yo, yo, shouts out to the squad, man. Yo, we two years ago. So this is. This is the 10X. Yeah, so two years ago, I was talking to one of my friends that do amazing work, but they weren't like teaching it or coaching it, right? So uh, when uh, I was like, yo, you need to like really start teaching people or coaching people. And she's like, yo, if you help me, I got you. So I called Neo like, yo, I think we could really do some real damage in this space because this person is unique. I don't know if we'll put the name, person's name on there, but this person is unique like nobody else. Yeah. And she got the receipts and been doing it for a long time. So two years ago, we started um, this program. And this is the $10 million click funnel award, meaning through one program, me and my partners, uh, Made over ten million dollars. That's crazy. This is but the, in what's important though. It's not really about that money. It's really the amount of lives that was impacted. A hundred percent. Yeah, the impact is just crazy. So, yeah. Yo, my heart is racing so bad right now. This is. I saw people get these, and we got the click. What's the first one? Is like a the, the, the one million. The one million. Yeah. We was like, yo, we got a million dollars. This is incredible. But two years later. To, and you don't you don't think about it like yo you've done that much mm-hmm. yep. in these two years yep. until you see yo we produce ten million dollars crazy as a collective and as a team it's one two three four five people together a collective uh, unit man so this is incredible. 
Did you see this? You know what this is? Oh, period! Period! <laughs> oh, yay! This is going on the wall. You adding it to yay. your uh, trophy shelf? Oh, 100%. That's what's Ooh. up, man. Congrats. This is wild, That's man. Big. Yo, thank you, man. Big, thank bro. you, thank you. Yo, I was saying him earlier, I saw you going live at 12, like yeah. super early. I'm like, this the same live? The same live. live. I don't know. Yeah. Three hours. It's like Joe Buttons. That's what y'all. Oh, like, for sure. Three, four yeah. hours. Joe Rogan, I mean. Yeah, I'm with it. We're going to do it every week, too. I don't know how you talk for that long, though. What is there to talk about for four hours? If you were on the show, you'd see. Yeah, Did it seem like three hours? Nah, nah, nah. Not even close. David got a whole marketing consultation. That's a fact. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Podcast something about to be crazy this year. Yeah. But yeah, all right, man. Let's, let's get this thing going. Neo, real quick. Give me some marketing game as a coach. As a coach, real quick, before we get out of here. As a coach, meaning helping other coaches? You being you a coach, yeah. you helping other people. For the people that are watching this, what's some information you can give them to uh, to help them help other people more effectively? I mean, I think it boils down to one thing, really, is being consistent. Most people don't stick with something long enough to get results. So if you're coaching your people, you need to let them know it's not a it's not an overnight process. This is a, like, you want that award, that don't happen overnight. You got to continue yeah. to serve your people and just do good work and actually know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I think that's a book, uh, a simple, it's not tactical, but being consistent is far overlooked. Like you've been doing this full-time entrepreneur 15 years, however long you've been doing it's That's a ingredient most people don't have. They stop, yeah. they start, they stop, they start. Yeah. I wonder why they're not successful because they don't yes. stick with it long enough. So, Oh man, I appreciate this, man. Yeah, appreciate buddy. you dropping through too. You already know my guy. Look, man, listen, y'all been listening to these two for the last three hours. Y'all got Maya's information, too. Uh, make sure y'all send Maya a DM. Say, yo, thank you. Yep. Any jewels got dropped? And, oh, Marquel, um, how can people reach out to you? How can they work with you? So my IG is um, just my name, Marquel, M-A-R-Q-U-E-L-R-U-S-S-E-L-L. You connect with me, shoot me a DM, let me know you're on here. I'm also doing um, an upcoming masterclass on how to create profitable ads mm -hmm. to attract your ideal clients. So I'm be breaking down the whole sauce. So if you go to paidadstoprofit.com, P-A-I-D ads, A-D-S, two T-O, profit.com, and you can actually um go get registered for free. Love it, love it. Did you tell people how to work? How to yeah. Y'all just you need website? to go drop pink in the comments, P-Y-N-K, because we at the pink. Let's go. Oh, if they DM you in Instagram? Yes, on Instagram. Yep. DM okay. me the word, the keyword. Yep. All right. Listen, man, uh, thank y'all so much for joining, rocking with us uh, for three hours. We've been <laughs> here. I know y'all have been getting immense game, yeah. immense information. Please DM them and say thank you, okay? At least just go say thank you. Yeah. Follow them. Yeah. Show them some love, please, okay? Because uh, if y'all don't show no love, then I can't get them back on the show, all right? So we love y'all. Follow and subscribe to the Social Brew Podcast, and we out. You can close it out, Zell. Ah, let's go. Bow twice.